If you haven't heard about Anchor, you're missing out. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free with creation tools allowing you to create and record your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. You can make money too. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app today. Go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to Barabalt Banter with Michael Barabalt, sponsored by Anchor Podcast and IGT Consult, helping you move your company's telecommunication budget to wholesale pricing. And now, here's Michael Barabalt. Hello, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever and however you may be listening to this podcast. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Barabalt Banter. As you know, I am Michael Barabalt, and before we get into today's episode, I'd like to thank IGT Consult for being our sponsor. JD Mar is one of the best in the business in reducing your phone and internet bill for your company. I'd also like to thank Tammy Mar for pledging her monthly support. Uh, she has been uh, really instrumental in uh, fighting the coronavirus on the front lines as a nurse, and everyone appreciating uh, everyone appreciates her hard work uh, in caring for those who have fallen ill with COVID-19. And uh, we also thank our newest Burbot Banter podcast sponsor, former Casa Grande head baseball coach Paul Maytorina. So thank you, Paul. We appreciate your generosity. Uh, feel free to give me a follow on Twitter at Media or like us on Facebook by searching Barabalt Media, and you'll find our information, including the link to support this podcast for as little as $1 per month or as much as $10 per month. Or if you're listening on Anchor right now, hit the support button above. Are you paying too much for your business phones and internet? Tired of slow bandwidth? IGT Consult is here to help. Stop paying retail for your telecom needs and move to wholesale pricing with IGT Consult. We save businesses 30 to 40% and bring you the latest technology via the cloud. Contact IGT broker J.D. Marr today at 916-275-5597. That's 916 916- 275-5597 or visit us on the web at igtconsult.com. Real. 
miles around The best of the best come here to put their tough to the test Give it all for gold or go home broke When they open up that gate Welcome to the show, welcome to the home Of the world's biggest rodeo Where the stars light up the night underneath that Texas sky Welcome to the show, are you ready for a ride? Yeah, you better buckle up and hold on tight Where the Bayou City streets meet the country roads Welcome to the show It's a Houston tradition 4-H, FFA, and go Texan And you can bet, son, it's gonna be around a long, long time these riders and ropers give it their best We'll show them how loud the hometown crowd can get Cause tonight, y'all, we all got a little bit of cowboy deep inside Welcome to the show, welcome to the home Of the world's biggest rodeo Where the stars light up the night underneath that Texas sky Welcome to the show, are you ready for a ride? Yeah, you better buckle up and hold on tight Where the Bayou City streets meet the country road And good evening, everyone. This is indeed Championship Friday here at McBean Stadium. We have the rematch between the San Luis Obispo Blues, the Slow Blues, and the Healdsburg Prune Packers. Hello, everyone. I am Michael Barbo. Lucas Rumpler will join me in a bit. I know you guys have been jamming out to some music. That's what we're getting ready for the pregame introduction. So wanted to keep you guys uh, a little bit entertained. We're going to have the rosters announced and the national anthem. The umpires just took the field themselves. So we have a four-man crew, so they are getting ready to go. Both managers are getting ready to deliver their lineup cards to the umpires. And we have a, a nice crowd filing in. Uh, the host team, the Lincoln Potters, are not in it, so obviously not as crowded as it would be if they were in it, but still a pretty good contingent of fans. A lot of Prune Packer fans have made the trip to Lincoln, California, the Blues, with a uh, representable, representable amount of fans in attendance cheering for their side. The Blues are going to be the home team tonight, and that is because they got to this championship game through the winner's bracket. So the Prune Packers are the designated visiting team. They're in the third base dugout wearing their road gray uniforms. The Blues will be in their home white uniforms. For the Prune Packers on the mound, for them will be Elijah Birdsong. He is six foot two, 205 pound right hander. He's one and zero, making just, just his first start. It's making his first start of the season, just his third appearance overall. He's one and zero with an even six ERA, three strikeouts, no walks, and three innings pitched. So, 
Kind of a, a very interesting position for Birdsong. Uh, still relatively new to the squad, and here he is starting the final game of the season, a championship game, and an opportunity for the Prune Packers to win their first CCL championship in franchise history. Let's give you the starting lineup for the Healdsburg Prune Packers. Not too much has changed since game one, you'll notice that. Leading off and playing left field, Austin Bost. Ryan Tarjic hits second and plays second base. Cam Blake, the center fielder, will hit third. Torn Montgomery at first base will clean up. Blake Burke will hit fifth and play right field. Braden Runyon hitting sixth at third base. Blake McDonald, the DH, bats seventh. Cole Elvis behind the play. That's the only change. Kimball Schusler caught game one. Cole Elvis behind the play tonight in the championship, batting eighth. And Ian McMillan at short. Packers in game one this afternoon got home runs from Cam Blake, Blake Burke, Braden Runyon, and Ian McMillan. So they're hoping that power and that momentum from game one and from the walk-off win on Tuesday afternoon can carry over and bring the Packers their first CCL championship in franchise history. We're getting ready for the player introductions here at McBean Stadium. So we'll be right back with the start of the championship game between the Slow Blues and the Healdsburg Prune Packers. Song on so many different dials Cause I got more kids than a disciplined child So when they see me, everybody barack, barracks Man, I'm like a young gun, fully black, barack I try teardrops over the massive attack I only make hits like I work with a racket and back Look at my jacket and hat, so down berserk So down to earth, I'm bringing gravity back Adopted by the major, I want my family back People work hard just to get all their salary tax Look, I'm just a writer from the ghetto like Mallory Black Until they hear you out
Just getting ready to finish up the player introductions. The public address announcer here in Lincoln is announcing the Lincoln Pot, or excuse me, the Slow Blues starting lineup, and we'll get that to you ourselves. They're going to lead off with Ryan Cermak. He's going to play center field. Ruben Mercado, the shortstop, will hit second. Mason Grotto will hit third and play third. AJ Esperanza homered against the Prune Packers on Wednesday. He hits cleanup and is behind the plate. Trey Clarkson will hit fifth and play first base. Vincent Martinez, the sixth hitter, is the DH. Thomas Trinka will hit seventh and play right field. Austin Kretschmar will hit eighth and play second. And Nick Costello, the left fielder, will hit ninth. And on the mound for the Slow Blues is Kevin Lyons. 
making his 13th appearance of the season, but his first start. He's 2-1 with a 2.63 ERA, 28 strikeouts to 13 walks in 27 and one-third innings pitched. He last pitched last Friday against the Conejo Oaks going an inning, allowing a hit. Walked three, though, but didn't allow a run in the seven batters he faced. Lions originally out of San Diego, California, Santa Barbara Community College, 6'1", 190-pound right-hander. Only common opponent that actually he pitched against all three northern teams from the CCL that the Packers played. Didn't allow a run to any of the northern teams in six innings combined. He pitched against the Mudcats, Crawdads, and Potters. He pitched against the Potters here in Lincoln the opening weekend of the Blues season. And that first time he went two innings, allowed two hits, no runs, struck out two. So he has pitched in this stadium before, and uh, he's ready to do it again in the championship game. For Birdsong, his only two appearances, he's starting for the Packers tonight, his two appearances have also come against the Potters, but both of those appearances were at Rec Park in Healdsburg. So in that aspect, Kevin Lyons, having pitched on this man before, may, have, may or may not have a little bit of an advantage if you believe in the superstitions. Uh, but we'll see how that plays out in a one-game winner-take-all championship game. We're going to let you uh, listen to the national anthem here at McBean Stadium, getting ready for the CCL championship. That is your national anthem here at McBean Stadium for the championship game of the CCL tournament in Healdsburg. Sorry, McBean Stadium in Lincoln. We're in Lincoln, McBean Stadium. Feels like Healdsburg because we have so many Packer fans here. Ready to go for the 
championship game. The Blues are getting ready to take the field here at McBean Team. We'll take a quick break and we'll be right back for the start of the California Collegiate League championship game between the Slow Blues and the Healdsburg Prune Packers. It is championship time at McBean Stadium in Lincoln. The Prune Packers and the Slow Blues are getting ready to do battle. I am joined by my color commentator, Aust uh, Lucas Rumper, excuse me, as Austin Bose gets ready to step in. Lucas, thanks for joining me. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm ready to win a championship. I think every Packer fan and Packer player has that in their mind. They're not going to be happy unless they go home with that trophy. There's already a lot of energy as Lions is ready, Boast is ready, and let's do it championship style. It's the first pitch of the ball game is inside ball one, and we are underway at 6.17 p.m. 91 degrees is our game time temperature. A little bit hazy with all the smoke in the air from the nearby fire as Boast swung and po pops this one up. Left field, Costello, the left fielder underneath it. He makes the catch for a very quick out number one to start the ball game for the Blues. And the Packers are coming into this one fired up after that last win earlier today at noon and then yesterday's win. There's nothing in their way that's going to stop them. I mean, they're unstoppable force right now. And if we can combine our defense, our hitting, and our pitching like we did earlier today, we're unstoppable. So Ryan targets the switch hitter stands in. And the first pitch to him is a fastball outside. One ball and no strikes. Not much changed in the Packers lineup. The only substitute was Cole Elvis catching now instead of Kimball Schusler. And that swung on hit in the air. Right center field. Center, center fielder Cermak is over there. He makes the catch. Two quick outs to start the ball game for Kevin Lyons. And that'll bring up our dancing queen and Cam Blake. 
What? There we go. There's a the song. One of the best reasons that we won that first game was from the get-go, we were trying to work walks, work counts, be disciplined, you know, not swing at balls. So I think that's going to be a key to this one, too, is not let the pitchers off easy with a six-pitch inning. Make them pitch like 30 pitches. And the first pitch, fastball strike to Cam Blake, the count 0-1. Lions has only thrown five pitches in this game, yet has two outs. He holds the set, the 0-1. That's a breaking ball, missing outside. Tried to go with the back door, breaking ball. Just missed. The count even at 1-1 to Cam Blake, who homered earlier in this day. He had a two-run home run in game one. That gave the Packers a 2-0 lead at the time. Of course, Packers will go on to win 12-1. He lines one right to the first baseman and past the first baseman. Clarkson in the right field for a base hit. So Cam Blake has a two-out single, and that'll bring up Torn Montgomery. Yeah, great hit by Cam Blake there. He just saw the pitch he wanted, and man, he just put barrel on bat there and uh, shoots it past the first baseman, who thought he had a chance at it, but unless he bodied that one up, that one was rifled by him. So great way for Cam Blake to start this rally. So now Torn Montgomery stands in, nine home runs on the season. Lions holds the set, the first pitch to him. Breaking ball inside, and that gets Montgomery. And just like that, with two outs, the Packers are going to have two on and two out, and they're going to bring up Blake Burke. Definitely a guy you don't want two runners on for because he can go yard any time. And we saw that last game where he hit that solo shot. And, uh, you know, not always looking for a bomb, but he's the type of guy who at any point could launch one out. So hopefully we can put it somewhere and make it playable so that we can score at least one run in this inning. Burke also homered in game one. And the first pitch to him. Fastball up and away, and the count 1-0. On second is Cam Blake. He's singled with two out, and on first is Torn Montgomery. He's hit by a pitch on the first pitch he saw of this championship game. The pitch swung on, hit in the air. Shallow left center field. Going to be a tough play. In comes Cermak, still coming in, and he will run it down to make the catch to end the inning. So no runs on a hit and two left. Blues are coming to bat. We have no score from McBean Stadium in the CCL Championship game here on the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. All right, well, Anthony Bender on to close it out. Search of what could be his first major league save. Swung around, three men on the right side against Beatty. 0-2, ground ball. Jazz, Miggy, over to first, and Beatty beats it out. And now Beatty hobbling a little bit. Payoff pitch from Bender. Swing and a miss for strike three. Two outs in the ninth. Yeah, we talk about this lethal combination all the time between the power sinker at 97 miles an hour, the sweeping action of his slider at 85. One and two from Bender. Muncy pops this one up. Birdie is underneath it. It's a Marlins win. The win streak comes to an end at nine for the Dodgers. The Marlins bounce back on a night where.
The place was jumping and the Marlins had little to few options it seemed in the bullpen. Anthony Bender collects his first major league save. Are you paying too much for your business phones and internet? Tired of slow bandwidth? IGT Consult is here to help. Stop paying retail for your telecom needs and move to wholesale pricing with IGT Consult. We save businesses 30 to 40% and bring you the latest technology via the cloud. Contact IGT broker J.D. Marr today at 916-275-5597. That's 916-275-5597 or visit us on the web at IGTConsult.com. Ryan Cermak to lead things off for the Slow Blues. Bottom half of the first inning, they're going to face Elijah Birdsong. Just his third appearance of the season. Does have a win as he deals the first pitch. Swung on, hit in the air. Center field hit pretty well. Blake going back, still going back on the track at the wall. And he makes the catch right at the wall for out number one. So a scary first out for Birdsong and the Prune Packers, but they get the out on the first pitch. And that's gonna bring in Ruben Mercado. Mercado in Wednesday's ball game against Healdsburg was one for four. And he takes a first pitch strike, the count 0-1. Birdsong. Wines and the pitch, pitch inside. Count even at 1-1 on Mercado. Blues undefeated in this CCL tournament. Went through the winner's bracket as the number four seed. And they took down the Prune Packers Wednesday afternoon. Breaking ball just missed inside the count 2-1. That's a 12-7 final, a game the Packers led 5-2 in the sixth. Kind of fell apart towards the end as Mercado fouls it right side out of play toward the parking lot, and the count 2-2. Two and two. In Birdsong, the pitcher for the Prune Packers tonight, hasn't played much from us. Us Packer fans don't really know exactly what to expect from him. He's only pitched three innings for us this season. And the 2-2, a little cue shot to second. Targic coming in, Fields throws to first in time. Two up, two down to start Elijah Birdsong's night, and that'll bring in the third baseman, Mason Grotto. Grotto, two hits in six at-bats in the Wednesday game against Healdsburg, scored a pair of runs. Gatto at 359, three almost 42 RBIs. Definitely a dangerous bat as he takes a breaking ball up and in to count 1 and 0. 13 doubles. Definitely a guy you want to face with two out and nobody on. And that's a good job by Birdsong doing so. He deals up and in the count 2 and 0. No score, bottom of the first CCL championship. Slow Blues and the Healdsburg Prune Packers. The 2-0. Swung on, fouled back to the screen. The count 2-1. Packers, the visiting team tonight, going through the loser's bracket. Slow Blues. 
the home team. So Packers are in the third base dugout where they normally are, where they play in Lincoln. Blues in the first base dugout. It's a fastball, misses just below the zone, and the count three and one. Three ball, one strike to Mason Grotto. And the pitch swung on high, pop-up, foul territory. Runyon giving chase, but it'll drift out of play. And the count will run full three and two. So full count pitch coming to Mason Grotto. Birdsong winds and deals. Fastball inside, ball four. Grotto works a walk. A Two-out base runner for the slow blues, and that's going to bring in A.J. Esperanza. Esperanza had a home run in Wednesday's game against the Prune Packers. That got the Blues off to a 1-0 lead in that game. Ended up walking four times. So just one official at bat. Walked four times, scored three runs as he takes a fastball strike. And the count 0-1. Great job by Elijah to get ahead with a first pitch fastball for strike one. So good job for him. A big key to this game is for the Prune Packer pitchers to throw strikes early and often. And the 0-1. That's a changeup strike two outside corner. And Birdsong strike away from getting out of the bottom of the first, scoreless. Birdsong working from the third base side of the rubber, checks the runner at first, holds the set. And the 0-2 pitch on the way, fastball outside, and the count one and two. Just joining us, Michael Barabal and Lucas Rumbler bring you the California Collegiate League Championship game from McBean Stadium in Lincoln, California. Healdsburg Prune Packers, the number one seed coming in against the San Luis Obispo Blues, the number four seed. One ball, two strike count, breaking ball, misses upstairs, and the count two and two. Birdsong comes set. And the pitch. Fastball dips low and away, and the count will run full three and two. Birdsong hasn't had great control of the zone yet. Got the first two pitches to be strikes in this at-bat, and then was trying to tempt him with three other pitches, but they all went for ball. So hopefully he can just go after these hitters and try to strike them out. Runner goes, the payoff pitch, fouled left side out of play, and we'll do it again. That's the one thing when you go full with the runner on base. Grotto, who's on first, is going to get a running start. 3-2, two, two outs. So another 3-2 will come. Grotto will take off. There he goes. The pitch. Fastball outside. Ball four. Back-to-back -back walks issued by Birdsong. And now all of a sudden the Blues are in business, first and second with two out, and that's going to bring in Trey Clarkson. And I think a big difference here just early on in this game between uh, Charlie's outing and Elijah's was Charlie was, wasn't pitching to contact, 
but he was there and he trusted his defense to make plays behind him. So I think that's maybe something Elijah isn't super confident in right now is letting his defense make plays and instead trying to hit paint corners. First pitch fouled back to the screen by Trey Clarkson, the count 0-1. Clarkson 1 for 4 in the game Wednesday, scored a run. Blues hit four home runs off Packer pitching Wednesday afternoon en route to their 12-7 victory. Pitch swung on, hit in the air, left field, hit pretty well. Both going back, still going back, and it is gone. Three-run home run for Trey Clarkson, and the slow Blues have taken a 3-0 lead. Definitely a difficult way to start a game, but Packers are hoping to come back from this. I mean... This is kind of what we did to the Saints in the first game. And what the big difference between hopefully what we do and what they did is they got defeated after that first three-run homer. So hopefully we have our pitchers calm down a little bit, get a little composure, and then come back with our bats right after this. So 3 nothing Blues, and that brings in Vincent Martinez. He had a big three-run home run in the Wednesday game. And a... Breaking ball, missing high, the count 1-0. Packers are going to have to play from behind again against the slow Blues. See if the hitting can pick up for Healdsburg. That one's inside and goes all the way to the backstop. Knocks Martinez off the plate a little bit, the count 2-0. Another difference here between the noon game and tonight's game is that we have both a different backstop in Kimball Schuster and Cole Elvis, but we're also getting a different umpire. So the strike zone looks like it has changed umpire to umpire and definitely a lot tighter than that first umpire's. 2-0, fouled right side out of play. And the count 2-1. And the 2-1, swung on, chopped up the middle. McMillan at short fields on a couple hops and throws the first in time to end the inning. But the Blues get three on the three-run home run by Trey Clarkson, and they lead it 3-0. Going to the second here on the Healdsburg Crim Packer Radio Network. We believe student-athletes should never have to suffer in silence. We believe the stigma surrounding mental health needs to end. We believe you don't have to walk alone. Thousands are here surrounding you in battle. Together, we will walk. Together, we remind you that your life has value. Together, we raise three, because mental health matters and there is hope. face Will Smith, the veteran left-hander, the 25-year-old catcher for the Dodgers. And a high fly ball to left. Back at the wall, it is gone. Will Smith, the biggest swing of his young... Prim Packers going to have to play from behind, down 3-0 to the slow blues here in the CCL Championship. 
They're going to bring in Braden Runyon to start. It'll be Runyon, McDonald, and Cole Elvis, 6, 7, and 8, due up in the batting order against Kevin Lyons, who's going to work with a 3-0 lead. Runyon homeward in the afternoon game. That's the first pitch to him. His breaking ball in there for a called strike to count 0-1. LJ McDonough getting loose for the Prune Packers in their bullpen. Lions come set, working from the first base side of the rubber, and the pitch swung on. That one's hit in the air, left field in the pole park, maybe. Costello going back on the track to make the catch for out number one. And that'll bring in Blake McDonald. McDonald three for four in the afternoon game. Three singles for McDonald. And the pitch. Fastball missing low. And the count 1-0. Oh. No need to hit three solo home runs here. Just get guys on base. Make lines work a little bit. He's only thrown 13 pitches to this point. And he's recorded four outs. That one's popped up. And the infield. Clarkson coming in. Still coming in. And he catches it. In foul territory for out number two. And you talked about it, Lucas. The approach doesn't look, doesn't look like it's the same uh, from game one. No, it definitely doesn't. Uh, we were talking about how they didn't look great the last few games because they seemed tight. But now they almost seemed a little loose heading into this game and are popping a lot of pitches up, not really working counts like they were earlier. But uh, let's hope they can change it up and reignite the flame. So Cole Elvis stands in now, and the first pitch to him. Swung on and bloop, center field. Cermak coming in, he will make the catch. And a one, two, three, second inning for Kevin Lyons. We've played an inning and a half, three nothing Blues. You're on the Healdsburg Broom Packer Radio Network. Chapman's got it. He gets up. His throw in time. Now Chapman saves the ball game for the Athletics with a diving play to his left. A spectacular play by the ace Platinum Glover in third base and just at the right time. This ball sent into left center field. That ball could be trouble. Straw on the move and what a catch by Miles Straw. Laying out onto the warning track. The speedy center fielder robs Marshall on a great defensive play. It was a phenomenal play by Miles Straw. Got a decent jump and all of a sudden turned on the afterburners to go and accelerate through that catch. That was beautifully done. Fly ball well hit center. Robles going back to the track to the wall and it's gone. Dance me with a walk off homer in the night. Don't give up on these Braves. They do it again. A four-run bottom of the ninth, and the Braves take game one from Washington. Swings at the first pitch and hits it deep to center field. Hicks back. He's on the track. Near the wall. Leaps, and he makes the play. Took an extra base hit away from Darno. Off the bat, you think it had a chance. 
So much for the courtesy pitches to start the game, huh, Coney? Two hard hit balls, but a good play by Hicks. That's a home run. He doesn't make that catch that's over the wall. So Hicks just saved two runs on that play. Correa, who's been the hottest Astro hitter in this postseason. And he sends one to center field. Kiermaier on the run. He lays out and makes another great catch. Oh, my goodness. Kevin Kiermaier with another run-saving grab. This one in right center field as he takes away a base hit from Correa, and he strands a couple of more Houston Astro base runners. Center field and deep. Robert going back, leaping, and he does not make the play and crashes into the fence. Buxton, who nearly had an inside the park home run last night, will have one tonight. Byron Buxton off the center field fence. His ninth home run of the year. He hit second base, and then all of a sudden that elite speed kicked in. Last of the second, 3-0 Blues here in the CCL Championship game. The new pitcher is LJ McDonough, the right-hander out of Wichita State University, making his 14th appearance of the season. He's 1-1 with a 2.53 ERA, 39 strikeouts to 10 walks in 21 and a third innings. He faced the Blues, faced just three batters on Wednesday, retired one of them, walked one, struck out one, and allowed a hit. That one's fouled right side out of play to Thomas Trinka and the count 0 and 1. And you're hoping as Joey Gomes, this is a momentum stopper for the Blues. You got a whole new pitcher in there and you're looking to change up this game quick. And the fastball, there's a strike. Outside corner in the count 0 and 2. McDonough. As Lucas said, trying to hold down the Blues offense, which has been nothing short of on fire throughout this tournament. The 0-2. Slider swinging a miss, strike three from McDonough. Actually looked like the cutter there. Getting Trinka swinging. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And that'll bring in Austin Crutchmar. And a great way to start off that inning. You're really setting the pace here. You're saying, hey, I'm the new pitcher, and I'm going to strike you out. So great job by LJ for punching out that first batter. Crutchmark comes in for slow. He was two for four in Wednesday's game. That's fastball inside, count one and oh. In fact, every single starter for the Blues, with the exception of Trinka, record, recorded a hit in Wednesday's game. Crutchmar hit one of the four home runs hit by the Blues on Wednesday. There's a fastball, strike one. Count one and one. LJ's also got a great little tail to his pitch. And uh, man, it's nasty. Not only does he throw the ball really fast, he has that little movement on it that really confuses hitters. Cutter hit in the air, center field. Coming in is Blake to make the basket catch in shallow center field. Did not make it very easy, but nonetheless, it's out number two. And that'll bring in the ninth place hitter, Nick Costello. Yeah, definitely didn't look pretty there, but got the job done. So great job by Cam Blake to not let that one drop.
first pitch to the left-handed hitting Costello is outside ball one. McDonough looking for a one, two, three second, the pitch. Swung on line foul out of play. They count even at one and one. We're on the outfield, Boast, Blake, and Burke from left to right. And around the infield from third to first, Runyon, McMillan, Targic, and Montgomery. And of course, your starting battery, Cole Elvis behind the play, and your relief pitcher, LJ McDonough. 1 1. Fastball missing low. The count 2 and 1 on Costello. Two balls and a strike on the ninth place hitter, Nick Costello. And McDonough sets the 2 1. There's a pitch. There's a strike. And the count 2 and 2. All Jay's doing a great job here of not worrying about the batters or how many hits or whatnot. He's just going straight after the batters, throwing strikes, and doing well at it. And the 2 2 pitch. Fastball up and away. And that'll run the count full 3 and 2. See if McDonough can retire Costello for a one, two, three, bottom of the second. He sets the pitch. Cutter in there, strike three called. Beautiful pitch, and McDonough has something to say about that to Costello as he walks back to the dugout. And a one, two, three, bottom of the second for LJ McDonough. We've played two, Blues lead at three nothing here on the Healdsburg Broompacker Radio Network. into the sidewall after reeling that ball in after a very long run. Difficult play for McNeil and a big out for Hughes. He misses this ball. It might be a triple. Who knows? But nice play by Jeff. Top of the third inning. Blues lead at 3 to nothing over the Healdsburg Prune Packers in the California Collegiate League championship game from McBean Stadium in Lincoln. And the Prune Packers are going to bring up they're 9-1 and two hitters, starting with Ian McMillan to start the third inning against Kevin Lyons. McMillan stands and he homered in the afternoon game. And the first pitch to him. Swung on, popped up. Another one, Clarkson coming in and he makes the catch in foul territory and uh, in that last half inning LJ he uh, after he struck out the last batter of the innings he had some words to say to that batter as well as the dugout of the other team coming off the mound and shouting at them so it's definitely lighting a fire under the Packers right now and hopefully we can uh, keep cruising off that mentality 
And you wonder if there's a history from maybe something that happened on Wednesday that has carried over to today. Maybe it could have happened right there in the middle of that inning. Guys chirping from the dugout. So we'll see as Austin Bose stands in and takes a breaking ball strike to count 0-1. Bose over one flew out to the left fielder Nick Costello to start the ball game. And the 0-1 pitch. Smung on line to left field. Going back Costello and that ball is off the wall. Post on his way to second, and the throw will go to third. So a one-out double for Austin Bose, and the Packers have a runner in scoring position. Man, taking out Elijah was definitely a momentum changer for the Packers, and after those strikeouts by LJ, he's really firing this team up, and the Packers are going to respond to those three runs put up on the board by the Blues. So let's see if they can do that here in this inning, and with Ryan at bat and Boast at second, this is a great opportunity. Switch hitting Ryan Target stands in. He's batting left. Boast on second and the pitch. Swung on and missed. Nice changeup from Lions to count 0-1. Target Joe for one. Flew out to the center fielder Ryan Cermak in the first inning. one one the count. One out. Fastball right down the middle, called strike two. So with one out and a runner at second, a single would score him. Uh, hopefully we can move him over maybe, but uh, right now we're looking for anything to get that run in and get one on the board for us. Get that ugly zero off the board. 3 nothing Blues Packers threatening the pitch. Swung on, chopped foul at the plate. And we'll do the 0-2 again. That's something the Packers did a really good job of in the afternoon game is fighting off those two-strike pitches, extending at-bats, and eventually when they got the pitch that they wanted, uh, they drove it either over the wall or into a gap, and that's exactly what Target just trying to do here down in the count 0-2. Fight, fight, fight until he gets a pitch that he can drive. Lions holds the set, checks post at second, the 0-2. Swung on, hit in the air, shallow center field. Cermak coming in, still coming in. And it's going to be Cermak making the catch, calling off the shortstop Mercado for out number two. And that'll bring in Cam Blake, who is one for one, has the only other Packer hit to this point, a single in the first inning. It's definitely difficult to watch these Packer hitters. It seems like every time they make contact with the ball, they're popping it up this game. So hopefully they didn't change too much in that last game or you know, take a home run heavy batting practice because it's definitely changed their mentality at their plate. So Blake in a big spot here early on in this championship game. First pitch to him. Fastball inside and the count one and oh. Packers trail three nothing, but we're in the third, so plenty of time for Healdsburg to get back into this ball game. They got a runner in scoring position here, but two out. Smung on, hit in the air. Right center field. Sumac going back. It is gone. It's a two-run home run for Cam Blake, and the Packers have drawn to within one. It's now three to two blues. And that's exactly what they needed right there. Cam Blake providing the energy to say, hey, you're not scoring three runs on us without getting an answer. So great job by Cam Blake lining that one out of the field. And man, getting this Packer crowd into this game. 
We really got a championship game here, folks. The Packers respond, and now they're going to bring in Tor and Montgomery as possible tying run. And now Cam Blake had some words to say over to the Slow Blues. So definitely some extracurriculars going on between these two teams. The Packers dugout is fired up, and so are the fans. And we've got ourselves a ball game. All right, Lucas, got to love championship baseball. You got energy, intensity, you got it all. Definitely. In any other situation, the stakes aren't this high. But, man, with players shouting at each other, big strikeouts, big homers, you got to love it. It's championship baseball. Torn Montgomery takes a breaking ball strike. The count 0-1. Kevin Lyons holds the set, the 0-1. There's a fastball missing high, the count 1-1. Now the bottom half of this inning becomes so huge for LJ McDonough to try and shut things down, whether he's down 3-2, tied, or even if the Packers can somehow put together a rally and take the lead. Uh, no doubt about it, a shutdown inning, no matter how this inning ends. So 1-1 pitch is swung on and missed, chased a slider out of the zone, the count 1-2. Yeah, LJ's strikeouts, those were huge. I mean, baseball isn't talked about enough as a game of momentum. It's the team that's got momentum on their back. So he was able to flip it and put it on the Packers. Montgomery hits one sharply and threw into left center field for a base hit past the dive of the shortstop Mercado. So Torn Montgomery has a two-out single, and that'll bring in Blake Burke, the right fielder. And like you said, Michael, I don't think this Packers squad is ready to quit at two runs for this inning. They were looking for more, and with Blake Burke up there, a hit in the gap, a hit over the fence, we can really make this an interesting game. Burke 0 for 1, flew out to the center fielder, Cermak, so that ended the first inning. That one's lined in the right center field. That's going to get down for a base hit. Montgomery on his way to third. The ball is cut off by Trinka and right. Montgomery will hold at third. It's a single for Blake Burke. Runners are at the corners with two out for Braden Runyon. That's what we love. Keep that train moving. Keep the next batter coming in the box. And that's all it's about right now is everyone realizes you got to play unselfish baseball if you're going to win this game. Runyon 0 for 1. Flew out to the left fielder Costello. That was in the second. Now it looks like action's going to start brewing in the Blues bullpen. So runners are at the corners, two out. Lions holds to set the first pitch to Runyon. Swung on, chopped up the middle, and the throw into center field for a base hit. Scoring is Montgomery. It's an RBI single for Braden Runyon, and we are tied at three here in the third. That's what we love to see. The Packer bats really coming alive now. It's the top of the third, and we've tied up this game, and we don't want to keep it tied. We're going to try to get the lead here. And Blake McDonald's going to stand in, and now out of the dugout is one of the Blues coaches. There are there's a guy throwing in the bullpen for the Blues, trying to get a number for you. We're about 320 feet away from the pitcher's mound in the bullpen, so it's going to take us a minute. But Blake McDonald's going to come in, who's 0 for 1 with a pop out. 
And Michael, what can you say about the energy change between the first inning and the third inning here? Uh, it's tremendous, and, and I think they're getting back to what they do best, staying inside the baseball, staying up the middle with it. Uh, the Broom Packers hitting approach, I think, has completely changed. Maybe they got a, uh, a talking to from a very good hitting coach. Might be their manager, too, Joey Gomes. I think you may have heard of him. I think I've heard of that guy. I think he's pretty good. So Blake McDonald stands in, and he takes ball one, low and outside. And then the energy from the fans, too, as well. They're sitting all around us behind home plate. Broom Packer Nation has come out to support the boys on the road with a chance to win their first CCL championship. And we got a brand-new ball game. And the pitch outside, 2-0. and Broom Packers have six hits here in, through three innings so far, two and two-thirds officially. Blues only hit us a three-run home run by Clarkson. Lions holds the set, checks the runner at second, the 2-0. Swung on the hit in the air, right field. Coming in is Trinka, but he's going to come in to make the catch to end the inning. So McDonald lines out, but the Packers score three runs on five hits, and they leave two. We're tied at three after two and a half innings of play here in the CCL Championship on the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. The 3-2. Bogart swings, hits this one down the right field line, starting to slice on Tondere, goes up and makes the catch in the corner right around Pesky's pole as he possibly takes a home run away from Xander Bogart. An incredible play by Santander. That thing was going to get out, don't you think, Joe? I think it would have gone. It would have gone uh, just over the wall. Santander made a good stop. Swing and a pop-up to center. Going to carry. Back on it is Laureano. Checks the wall. Jumps at the wall, and he brought it back. Laureano saves it yet again. It seemed off the bat that Goodwin didn't get it that well, but today the ball with the crazy carry, Ramon stays with it, scales the wall, and steals the home run from Goodwin. Woo! The one-two on the way to belt. Here she comes, swinging. It's popped up on the third base side over is Kyle Seeger, way down the line, and he reaches out and he makes the catch. Holy smokes, what a catch by Kyle Seeger. Had to reach quickly to his right. Long run to his right onto the one-eight track and reaching out to make the catch for the second out of the inning. Here's Jamer Candelario. Oh, and he my. launches one to left. That ball's deep. That ball's gone. Are you kidding me? No. This is incredible. Four of the first five batters for the Tigers have homered off Derek Holland. Stunning. I've never seen anything like this. I'm in shell shock. Diving stop, Carpenter gets up. Oh, what a play, Matt Carpenter. The diving stop, the third base line, and a strike to Goldschmidt to rob Salvador Perez. Bottom of the third inning, we are tied at three, the Prune Packers with a very big top of the third inning, come back and tie this game. And we've seen a lot of emotion between these two teams. So we'll see how that unfolds during this game. The intensity is at an all-time high, playing for a championship. And the first pitch, fastball up and away. 
And the count 0-1 to Ryan Cermak, the leadoff man for the Slow Blues. 3-3 is our score. Bottom half of the third inning, LJ McDonough still on the mound for the Broom Packers. And the first pitch swung on, popped up. Elvis giving it a look behind the plate, but it's out of play. And the count even at one ball and one strike. And you talk about the growing tensions between the two teams. There has been rumors that the Slow Blues may join the CCL North in the few years coming, so we may have a rivalry growing right now in front of us. 1-1 one, one pitch, fastball, there's a strike. Count one and two. And you talk about a rivalry blooming. Remember, these two teams already played in this tournament. The Blues won that game 12-7. That's why they are the home team in this CCL championship game. So it's not like these two teams haven't seen each other. This is two teams that are familiar with one another as that one's popped up in the infield. Torn Montgomery underneath it makes the catch for out number one. And that'll bring in Ruben Mercado. Here. Mercado 0 for 1, grounded out in the second inning. And yeah, there was rumors we were talking about earlier in the afternoon with some of the other folks working the CCL tournament about the proposal that the Slow Blues would move to the CCL North and then there would be five teams in the North, five teams in the South as Mercado takes ball one inside and uh, would create you know more CCL League games for the Packers. Of course, the travel would be a very interesting scenario for both sides. But definitely would make this North Division more competitive as Mercado swings and misses to count one and one. You'd have three solid teams in the North and probably three solid teams in the South, so it would even out a little bit with the Packers, Potters, and if they come, the Slow Blues. McDonough's 1 1. Fastball lined into right field for a base hit. So a one out single for Ruben Mercado. And that's going to bring up Mason Grotto, the Blues' best hitter. And like you said, if they do join that CCL North next year, that's not only a good thing for the Blues, it's a great thing for the Packers because one thing I believe that kind of had the Packers struggle early in this playoff is just not used to that level of competition. So getting a team like the Blues to play us regularly, I think it can make us a little more hardened come playoff time. First pitch to Grotto is a fastball strike. The count 0-1. Packers are going to play for the double play ball up the middle. McMillan and Targic. McDonough holds the set. And the 0-1. Swung on. Hit in the air. Foul. And out of play. And the count quickly 0-2. And you talk about double play. Ryan Targic and Ian McMillan. Two of the best middle infielders out there, especially defensively. And, man, they have just been eating balls up all night. So let's see if they can turn a double play here. McDonough holds the set. And the 0-2. Fast, fastball outside. The count 1-2. and two. I'm out. Ryan Targic was playing third base originally. Jason DiCochea was the starting second baseman before he signed a pro contract with the Boise Hawks towards the end of June. But Ryan Target just fit in very beautifully after his first game at second base, which was certainly an, an adventure. That's one two pitch misses low, the count two and two. Why is that? He made four errors by himself in his first game playing second after Deco left, and the Packers as a team made nine errors in that game. I think they just wanted to get those errors off early. They're like, hey, I know we're going to make a few mistakes, but let's just do it in the first game because ever since then, man, he's been phenomenal. 
Swung on, hit on the ground to short. McMillan Fields goes to second for one. Targets back to first. The throw is over the head of Torn Montgomery. Grotto made a turn towards second, but he's going to head back to first wisely. But the Packers do get the lead runner at second base. So Grotto's out on the or Grotto's aboard on the fielder's choice. Out at second is Mercado. 6-4 fielder's choice. And that'll bring in AJ Esperanza. And man, they almost turned that double play there, but Mercado, the runner at first, he really broke up that double play. He stood tall, he was in the way, and man, Ryan just had to try to launch it over him and eventually launched it over Torin. So good job by their runners to break up that double play. But with two outs here, we're looking for that final out. Esperanza walked and scored in that first inning. He scored on Clarkson's three-run home run. First pitch to him, fastball inside, count 1-0. Don't want to give Clarkson another chance with two runners on. He went the other way to left field for a three-run shot. That gave the Blues a 3-0 lead in the first. McDonough holds the set. And the 1-0. Fastball just missed outside. Count 2-0, and you mentioned it. Uh, different strikes, though, and, you know, there's that... Obviously, the box you see on TV, the, the regular strike zone, but you know you have the umpire, the human effect. It's different for everybody, as McDonough sets and waits to throw the 2-0. Holds the set, and here it comes. Fastball just missed. Looked a little bit better, but it's called ball three, and that human effect coming into play. Yeah, like you said, there's definitely that human effect. He definitely does not have a wide strike zone. That's where a lot of our pitchers are missing right now. But, um, you know, all you ask of an umpire is to be consistent. Strike one to Esperanza. McDonough holds the set and the 3-1 pitch on the way. Fastball, strike two. Inside corner this time. Count runs full three and two. And that's going to start Grotto from first. So three balls, two strikes, two out. Here in the bottom of the third inning, we're tied at three here in the CCL Championship game at Bean Stadium in Lincoln. McDonough comes set. Runner goes. The pitch. Fastball missing low. Ball four. So Esperanza walks for the second time tonight. That sets up another big opportunity for Trey Clarkson, who had a three-run home run in the first inning over the left field wall. Definitely the type of deja vu you do not like seeing with him getting two runners on coming up with two outs. So hopefully we can get this final out here and go back on offense. So Clarkson stands in. Dangerous spot for the Packers. Hoping to keep this game tied going into the fourth. And McDonough will look the runner Grotto back to second base. The Blues dugout making a lot of noise on that first base side. Home plate umpire, I think, signaled over to the dugout, kind of saying cut it off, saying something that maybe the umpires don't like. First pitch, swung on and missed. Count 0-1. LJ burning a fastball by the hitter, and... You know, like we said, he's got a pretty high fastball. At the All-Star game, he was rumored to hit 99. McDonough out of Wichita State University. Comes set, checks the runner, and steps off, looks him back. 
McDonough got a strikeout to end the second inning. Had some words with Nick Costello, who he struck out. Let's see if that happens here with Clarkson. Very tough out is Clarkson, though. So the fastball is outside the count one and one. On second is Grotto. He reached on the fielder's choice, and Esperanza is on first. He walked. One ball, one strike, two out, two on. Pitch. Swung on, hit in the air, left field, hit well. Down the line. Both going back, but it's foul. And the count, one and two. Clarkson. Wow. Close to another three-run shot, but thankfully for the Packers, it's foul. And the count, one and two. And, yeah, he didn't even get a great hold of that one, but he just got a lot of natural power. So that's something the Packers definitely have to respect. But hopefully... You know, we can power one past him for the strikeout. LJ trying to strand the runners at first and second here in the third. He holds set, the one-two pitch. Fastball chopped to the right side. Targets fields on the short hop and will touch second base for the out to end the inning. So no runs on one hit and two left. We've played three full. We're tied at three in the CCL Championship on the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. Loud. That, that ball was loud. That was smoked. Can't blame him for firing that one. The longest home run of the year. 495-foot home run. In the air, center field. That's well hit. Ender going back to the wall. Leaping try. He got it. Great catch by Enciarte, and Soroka's pumped up. Davis thought he got it. The park just big enough to hold it, and that's the second out. You've seen him do this time and time again. He gets back to the wall, finds his place, times his jump perfectly. In the air to right center field, Roman Quinn speeding back. So is Kingry. He jumps oh. and makes the catch. What a play by Scott Kingry. He went up onto the fence and pulled it in. Ooh, that one hurt too. I mean, you talk about going full bar into a fence. What a heck of a play. And that one hit hard. What a play at second base by Alvarez. They get one. They will only get one. But that also, in all likelihood, keeps another run from Getting on the board. Yeah, this was almost a spectacular double play. I mean, you watch the quickness. We talk about it all the time. A step and a just full extension dive in the hole. Wow, what a play. This one goes the other way. Yastrzemski on the move. Ball starting to carry. And Yastrzemski makes the catch. Up against the wall to take extra bases and a run away from the D-backs. Fourth inning. We are tied at three here in the CCL Championship between the Slow Blues and the Healdsburg Prune Packers. And leading off for the pack will be Cole Elvis, the catcher who's 0 for 1. He flew out to the center fielder, Ryan Cermak in the second inning, and Lucas and I were just talking to the slow Blues broadcaster off the air, uh, talking about how Ryan Cermak just covers so much ground in center field for the Blues, and 
Has made about four or five putouts already as Elvis drives one right field down the line, and that ball is going to hook foul, and the count 0-1. I believe this is the same home umpire that called the fateful Potters uh, Caneo Oaks game, so uh, close to a home run there. Hopefully you would have called that in our favor, but definitely foul, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll have uh, Elvis get another shot at the box. Zach McCleave, the new pitcher for the Slow Blues, making his 16th appearance of the season. He's 2-2 two two with a 3.13 ERA, 21 strikeouts to 9 walks and 23 innings pitched to this point. And that pitch just slips off his hand. Breaking ball goes behind Elvis to the backstop, and that's ball one. As a pitcher, when you throw way behind the batter, it's almost like, hey, can you step out and let me throw the catcher real quick, get my bearings back? <laughs> Those are just wild pitches. One ball, one strike to Elvis. Fastball right there, called strike two. McLeave pitched against the Packers on Wednesday, faced just one batter, and he got him out. Also pitched yesterday against the Saints, going an inning, a perfect inning, facing three batters, retiring them all. As the slider outside, the count two and two. Packers and the Blues tied at three. And the pitch swung on foul back to the screen. Very hazy tonight, of course, a couple towns over, the Dixie Fire affecting a lot of the Sacramento area. Of course, send our best wishes to everyone affected by those fires. Elvis swings and hits one up the middle, fielded by the second baseman Kretschmar, throws to first in time for out number one, and that'll bring in the ninth place hitter Ian McMillan. You talk about how it's smoky here. It does affect the visibility. It's, it's almost foggy out here. Uh, kind of like we're playing in San Francisco right now, and we've got a little bit of fog rolling in. So uh, almost an optimistic look at it, but uh, definitely interesting situation here going on in Lincoln. And as we, it gets darker, we'll see how it affects under the lights as well. As McMillan stands in, broken bat, slow roller to third. Grotto comes in, fields, throws to first a bit high, but keeping his foot on the bag is Clarkson for out number two. So McMillan 0 for 2 on two pitches. Only two pitches he's faced, a pop out and a ground out. And back to the top of the lineup in Austin Boast. And though he probably saw a great pitch, that's what the Packer hitters need to avoid is getting easy, quick outs. Letting them get you out in less than three pitches is really hard. we got to work these counts because that's what's been working in our favor. Whenever we go on these big rallies, it's because we're working counts. We're making them throw five pitches per batter. And if we want to continue that, we got to do that now. Most one for two. Slider outside. Count one and oh, he doubled with one out in the third, came around to score on Cam Blake's two-run home run. Blake's second home run of the day, had one this afternoon. Got the Packers to within 3-2, of course now we're tied at three as Bose chops this one foul over the Packer dugout and out of play. And the count one and one.
One ball, one strike on both. Two out, nobody on in the fourth. That one's hit sharply to second base, but fielded on one hop by Kretschmar. Throws to first in time. And a one, two, three, fourth inning for Zach McCleave. We've played three and a half. We're tied at three on the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. Home runs hit in this inning. Well, let's make it four. <laughs> in the air, left field. Eloy Jimenez to the line. And gone again. Four in a row. And a seven-nothing lead. Four straight home runs. Smiles everywhere and tatters of baseballs all over. This one rifle to center. That is blasted. Jones drifting back, and he's got it right at the wall. Oh, Jacoby oh. Jones put that one on the highlight reel. Oh, my. I loved it. He turned his back to the ball, knowing he had to get back to the warning track or the fence, and he picked it up again. That's a hard thing to do. A tremendous effort and catch right there by Jacoby Jones. Left field and deep, going back his cave at the wall, leaping, oh! and he made the catch! J.K. with a great catch at the wall. Taking a three-run home run away from Whit Merrifield. What a catch by J.K. That's a tremendous catch. Ball hit a fly ball to center his first time. Swings and lines one to right, is tailing away from Harper Hill. Dive and make the catch! Bryce Harper lunging to take that one just off the turf. Outstanding play by Bryce Harper. It starts with getting a great jump, but boy, he stayed with it, makes a terrific play. Gibson comes home. Bellinger. Last of the fourth, we're tied at three here on the Prune Packer Radio Network in the CCL Championship game. And Blues are going to bring up their six, seven, and eight hitters, starting with Vincent Martinez, the designated hitter, followed by Thomas Trinka and Austin Kretschmar. LJ McDonough still out on the mound for the Prune Packers, and he deals first pitch cutter outside. Count one and zero. Oh. Fouled back to the screen, and the count one and one on Martinez. Some of the energy has gone down in this game as no one has scored in a little bit, but definitely the stakes are still high and everyone's blood is still pumping right now as we're hoping to shut out the Blues here in this half inning. 1-1, one, one, line down the right field line. That is a fair ball. Burke in the field it down the line in the bullpen. The throw goes back to first, and not in time. Martinez almost got caught off first base there, but it's a sleet-off single for Vincent Martinez, and that'll bring in Thomas Trinka. And let's see if that starts action in the Packer bullpen. Looking like there may be a little bit of rumbling in that Packer bullpen, maybe just to start warming up and stretching. 
McDonough holds the set. Runyon in at third on the butt. Runner goes, but the pitch is fouled back in the count 0-1. Runyon's playing in at third, protecting the butt. Martinez took off on the pitch. Looked like a hit and run as Trinka fouled it back. It's looking like Derek Bridges is going to warm up for the Prune Packers in their pen. So uh, definitely a great guy, high leverage guy. So we'll see if he comes in for LJ if he gets any more trouble in this inning. Runyon still in at third on protecting the bunt. In the 0-1, he squares the bunt, pulls it back, gets away from Elvis, and Martinez is going to go to second easily. So the job already done for Trinka. Martinez goes to second with nobody out. And now Trinka has a 1-1 count to work with. Definitely a hard play for all Prune Packer fans. Is that one by Cole Elvis was just bumbled and let it get away. And when the other team's offering to bunt and give up a sacrifice out, and then you let them move to second, that's always going to be a hard one because you know you just missed out on an out. Oh, McDonough has racked up the strikeouts this year. He could use one or two. Let's drink a square bunt, gets it down. Montgomery fields it off first. Throw goes to third. The throw, the tag is in time to get him. Torn Montgomery, a heck of a play to cut down Vincent Martinez at third. What a great play by Torrin. He knew exactly where he wanted to throw that ball right before he got it, and he fires it over to Braden Runyon, who slaps down the tag to get that out. What a big out there in this game. I thought it was a little bit of a risky play, Montgomery going to third, but he delivered a perfect strike in the tag zone for Braden Runyon, who applied the tag, and both of them were fired up after that out was recorded. A huge out for the Prune Packers, and that's going to bring in Austin Kretschmar with... One out, a runner on first, and now a ground ball gets the Packers out of the inning. Throw over to first, and the tag, not in time. That play was close at first. And that play earlier by Torin, that's one of those plays where if you get it right and you get the out, your coach is slapping you on the back and saying, great job. But if you don't get the out there, man, you're getting a talking to. And another throw to first, the tag not in time. Making it close over there at first, keeping tabs on Trinka. Boy, could be a season-saving out right there. Every run so crucial in a championship game. What a play by Torn Montgomery and Braden Runyon. Pitch swung on a miss, blew the fastball right by him. The count 0-1 on Kretschmar. Not only does that get that out at third, it kind of throws them off their game plan. The whole plan was to bunt the guy over to third and then score him with a sack fly, but now they've got a runner on first and the game plan's out the window. And it totally changes the complexion of the inning for both McDonough and the Blues as another throw over to first. McDonough holds the set, the 0-1. Swung on and looped in the shallow center field. Blake is going to let it drop in front for a base hit. Up to second goes Trinka. It's a single for Kretschmar. And now how big does that play look? Runners on first and second with one out for the ninth place hitter, Nick Costello. 
And man, that play right there may turn out to be a big one. As Cam Blake, he usually is great in the outfield, but there's been a couple times in the playoffs where there's been shallow balls that he seems to, you know, let fall and, you know, throw it to his cutoff, man. But man, if we had the other team's center fielder, he would have got that. That's, that's definitely a difficult play for anyone to watch. Yeah, we've complimented Ryan Cermak, the blue center fielder, both on and off the air. It's been terrific, but another jam that McDonough is going to try and work out of. First pitch, fastball, there's a strike, and the count 0-1. Costello 0 for 1, he struck out looking in the second inning. That's when the fireworks started between these two squads. McDonough holds to set the 0-1. Swung on, fouled away. Pound quickly 0-2. Man, a lot of tension in this inning right now. Both sides on the edge of their seats. Blues left two runners on in the third inning. Have two more on here. 0-2. Fastball outside. And the count 1-2. and two. Three runs on four hits for the Blues. Three runs on six hits for the Prune Packers. Packers looking for their first CCL championship in franchise history. One ball and two strikes. The pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike three. A big strikeout for McDonough. Costello down on strikes for out number two. And that'll bring in Ryan Cermak. Cermak 0 for 2, flew out to Cam Blake in center in the first, popped out to Torn Montgomery at first in the third. Yeah, and this is definitely a dangerous hitter here. He seems to have many tools, speed, power, consistency. So hopefully we can hopefully use our defense to get this out. Inside, Cermak has hit, the bases are loaded. Fastball right on the back. And manager Joey Gomes is out of the dugout. Bases are low too. Hasn't made a move yet. Derek Bridges has been warming in the Packer bullpen. Ruben Mercado is not. He's a right-handed hitter, so it wouldn't be a lefty-on-lefty -lefty matchup should Bridges come in at this point. But Gomes talking with the entire infield on the mound. Again, you like having LJ in there because he has such a high strikeout rate, like he just did with Costello. And since coming in, McDonough has struck out three batters through two and two-thirds, so he has that ability. Definitely an interesting end to that last play, because after he hit the batter, uh, they, he gave a lot of affirmative nods, as if he, he was maybe intentional, maybe that's he knows what he's got to do to not do that in the future, but definitely seems like a lot's going through the mind of L.J. McDonough. Bases loaded, two out for Ruben Mercado, who is one for two. He singled in his last at bat in the third. Runyon playing about even with the bag, but also looking for the bunt. Mercado did this three times on Wednesday, and he swings and misses the count 0-1. Mercado can bunt in any situation, and Runyon's ready for it at third in case he tries to do it here with the bases loaded. Torn's playing far back, though, so if there is a bunt down his side, it's going to be tough for him to get it. But he did shoot a single through there between first and second last at-bat. A one, cutter, swung on and missed. 
And the count 0-2. A big, big pitch coming. O oh, two, the pitch. Cutter, low and away. And the count one and two. McDonough still way ahead here. On third is Trinka, second Kretschmar on first Cermak. Blues trying to take the lead here. McDonough trying to keep it tied here in the bottom of the fourth. The one-two pitch. Swung on, fouled. Back to the screen. Mercado staying alive. And all three of Mercado's swings have been very late. The first two, we couldn't even catch up with the pitch, but that one was late and fouled back. So if LJ keeps placing it where he wants to, I could see a strikeout coming soon. McDonough comes set. The one-two. Fastball outside, count evens at two and two. And now this is a big pitch, because you don't want to go three and two, because that starts the merry-go-round on the bases with three balls, two strikes, two outs. So a big pitch here on two-two. Packer fans encouraging McDonough. The two-two pitch. Fastball hit in the air, down the right field line, foul and out of play. And we'll do the two-two again. Like you said, a big spot in this game. Bases loaded and a tied game. Man, either side comes out of this one. It's going to be a big momentum shift. Another 2-2 pitch will be coming from McDonough. He sets. Here it comes. Fastball hit down the first baseline. Just foul. And we'll do the 2-2 again. Mercado doing a great job of staying alive here. Has fouled off some tough pitches from McDonough. And I wonder if McDonough's going to stay with the fastball here. Either four-seam or cutter. Or maybe he tries to go with the slider on the outer half and try to get Mercutter to chase. He's got a couple great off-speeds. I think he had a changeup also that was working well. Yes. But man, that cutter, I, I think I'd throw that right now. McDonough comes set. And the pitch. Fastball! Struck him out swinging! And McDonough is pumped up as he comes off the mound. So no runs on two hits and three left. We've played four innings. We're tied at three here in the CCL Championship on the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. And gone. And the Dodgers have hit more home runs in August of 2020 than any National League team has ever hit in any month. Cody Bellinger, a large part of that parade. And this ball blasted out to center. Robles, and he caught it! Took a steep route to it, now he launches the throw to first! Look at that throw! That's a 300-foot throw to first base! for an 8-3 double play. Are you kidding me? Did we just see that right? That one is almost impossible to believe. It's a highlight you'll be seeing all night long and maybe for days to come. He is hit in the air and hit well. Right center field, Acuna on his horse. Lays out and makes a great catch. Sliding across the wet outfield grass after he hung on. 
What a play by Ronald Acuna. Took an extra base hit away from Bryce Harper for the second time in this game. Here's Rhett Snyder. Taiwan's out there to pitch. Swinging a ground ball. J.P. Crawford dives, smothers, flips it out of his glove. On to Shedlong, anchored at second. He puts the leather on it and it ends the inning. Tremendous play by J.P. Crawford. And it gets Taiwan Walker out of six. Brilliant innings tonight in Arlington. To the We've reached the fifth. We are tied at three in the CCL championship game. Zach McCleave still out on the mound for the Blues. He worked a one, two, three, fourth inning, and he faces Ryan Targich, who chops this one off the end of the bat foul down the third baseline, the count 0-1-1. I think a big key to this game is we need to spend way more time on offense. It doesn't matter what's happening. We just need to spend our time on the field here because it's been really quick with us on offense and going straight back to them. So if we could just take a little bit, you know, 30-minute inning here, that would be great. Fastball outside, count even at one and one on Targich. It'll be Targich, Blake, and Montgomery, so definitely a part of the lineup the Packers want at the plate in a tie ball game. And the 1 1 from McLeave swung on here in the air, left field. This ball's hit well, going back, Costello at the wall. Goodbye! Home run, Ryan Targich! A solo shot, and the Prune Packers have a 4-3 lead. Great job by the Packers. Never say die, and Ryan Targich comes up with a big at-bat. Man, he's a guy who's always getting on pace. Great contact hitter, but, man, when he gets a hold of one, he'll throw it over the wall. So great job by Ryan to shift that momentum in our favor, and now we've got a 4-3 lead. Prune Packers. Have the momentum. That Packer dugout is fired up. Ryan Targets going through the gauntlet of Packer players, getting his congratulations. And Cam Blake will stand in. He was also homered in this ball game. That was a two-run shot. And he takes fastball, low and outside, ball one. And now the scoreboard is going to have to catch up a little bit. Looks like some technical difficulties, but the Packers do lead it 4-3 to three here in the fifth inning of the CCL championship game. Blake swings and fouls the left side out of play. And what I love about that is that the entire Prune Packer bullpen down the left field line comes to the dugout and congratulates Targich. Uh, it just shows what kind of team these guys are, how tight that they have been all season. Definitely, and a big key here is don't change your mentality. Don't change the strategy. You are up right now, but we got to keep it that way and keep working these counts and not go for home run swings. Pitches low and outside, and the count 2-1 and one on Cam Blake. So from down 3 nothing to up 4-3 are the Prune Packers. We're in the fifth, so long way to go. And a fastball outside, count three and one to Cam Blake with Torin Montgomery on deck. And we've definitely seen that bad half of the tight zone, so it's good to see it here when we're on offense and Cam Blake watching, so he has now a 3-1 count. And the pitch lined up the middle, through into center field for a base hit. So Cam Blake is three for three, his second single of the night to go along with the home run. And that'll bring in Torn Montgomery. And like you said, Michael, down by three and now up four to three, a big part of that game was just not getting down on yourself. It's 
even if they do score runs, it's to come back and fight. And that's something we learned from the Oaks game, I think, was we learned how to fight. And I think that's being on display here right now. So Montgomery stands in, officially one for one, singled and scored in the third, was hit by a pitch in the first. And he takes a slider inside, started right at Montgomery. Almost crept all the way to the inside part of the plate, but just missed for ball one. And the pitch in the dirt. Esperanza able to keep it in front. Count 2-0. and oh. And boy, how big would it be for the Packers to tack on a couple runs here with the 4-3 lead. That's something we saw do in the afternoon game against uh, the Arroyo Seco Saints when they, they got up 2-0 right away and then 3-0 in the first inning. And they kept adding on, you know, one run, one run, two runs, one run. I mean, weren't these big innings, but just single runs here and there. Built that lead as Montgomery takes ball three, three and zero. Oh. And now we've gotten into the Packers' happy zone, working counts, hitting well, and you know driving up that opposing pitcher's pitch counts is one of the most crucial things in this game, and we're hopefully doing it here in this inning. Three zero to Torin as a fastball strike, and the count three and one. Border pitch there, but McCleave gets the benefit of the doubt. Manager, third base coach Joey Gomes, giving the signals at third. Blake off first, throw over to first. Blake able to dive back. Torrin's definitely looking very composed in the box here and looking like regular season Torrin, working counts and looking for his pitch to hit. Another throw over, Blake able to dive back. So Blake at first. And the pitch. Fastball low and away. Ball four. So Montgomery walks. Two on. Nobody out for the big left-hander, Blake Burke. And let's see if... Well, there's no one warming up in the Blues bullpen. So this is McCleave's game for the moment. As a meeting at the mound between Clarkson, Esperanza, and McCleave is going to take place. And definitely scary with Blake Burke heading up there. We've talked about it before. He's a guy who's could leave the yard at any time. So he's been great at pushing balls into gaps and being a great situational hitter. But man, with runners on first and second, no outs, this is a guy you want at the plate. Well, what an opportunity for Blake Berg. This is a guy that started the season with the Prune Packers, left at the end of June for the OMB Draft Combine, and came back about a week or so ago, and has already had some big hits for Hiltzberg. Had a home run in the afternoon game. Now is in a golden spot here. Runners on first and second, nobody out, in a 4-3 Packer lead. Here in the top of the fifth as McCleave steps off. And there was a time in the Packers season where they lost Jesse Lopez, they lost Blake Burke, and they lost Ryan Targich. And those were some big people for them to lose. So with a few of them back here, it's, it's great to see them. And Burke bunts, but it's foul. And the count 0-1. I am shocked to see that play. But that just shows how much these Packers are wanting this game. They're playing unselfish baseball. They're saying, hey, I don't have to hit the home run. 
but I want to get our guys over and I want to score some more runs. Absolutely. You called it unselfish baseball. It's something that this team has done all season long. And that's why they're 44-7. and seven. And in this championship game, Burke takes it in the dirt. Count one and one to Blake Burke. And talking with Burke between the games, he said that the game, the home run he hit in the first game was probably the farthest home run he's ever hit. So great, seems like he's warm in this game and a great indication for what's to come. Swings and foul, tips this one, got a piece of the catcher, Speranza, just missed that one, the count one and two. Well, McCleave needs an out for the Blues. First and second, nobody out. Probably looking for the ground ball here, but would take the strikeout ahead in the count one and two on Burke. And now time is called. The catcher Esperanza will go out to the pitcher's mound. Still nobody going in the Blues bullpen. You think after the home run single and walk, he gave up that maybe action would start brewing down that right field line, but nothing so far. So this is McCleave's game. He's gone an inning so far. 14 strikes to 12 balls, has allowed two hits, one run, and has walked one. Four to three Packers, top of the fifth here in the CCL Championship. The one, two to Burke. Slider misses low, and the count two and two. And it kind of shows the difference in the strategies heading up to this game. Joey Gomes held a lot of his better pitchers back and didn't pitch a lot of guys, hoping to save as many arms for this championship game. But it looks like the Blues have used most of their arms and done the opposite strategy just to get to this game. Burke fouls the 2-2 away. We'll do it again. Blake is on second, Montgomery on first. Ryan targets Homer to lead off this fifth inning to give the Packers a 4-3 lead. And Hildesburg's threatening for more. McLeave comes set. Checks the runner at second, the 2-2. Swung on and missed, strike three. A huge strikeout for Zach McLeave, getting a strong left-handed hitting Blake Burke. But up comes a hot bat for the Prune Packers in Braden Runyon. And though that was a big strikeout, they need to not let that affect them and keep hitting here and, you know, drag out that time between the Blues hitting. So uh, hopefully we can get Cam Blake to score in this inning as he is on second. Runyon one hit in two at-bats, had an RBI single in the third that tied the game up. He lines one into right center field. This ball's dropping fast and it'll drop. Coming around third is Blake, the throw from the center fielder. Tarmac is up the line, the throw to second. Brunyan is in there! Hits an RBI single for Brandon Runyon. He goes to second on the throw, and the Packers extend their lead to five to three. And he's fired up after that double. What a great situational hitting. We have runners on first and second, one out. We need to score, and man, he comes up big. He scores, hits a double, and now we got two guys in scoring position with less than two outs for Blake McDonald, the hot hitter, and hopefully the next RBI receiver. 
And McDonald had three hits in the afternoon game, but so far 0 for 2 today in the night game. And the Blues are going to bring the infield in here, so any ball hit sharply, it's going to get through for a two-run single potentially. As McDonald takes a fastball up high, and the count 1-0. Definitely a great situation to keep adding more for the Packers and extend this 5-3 lead. Swung on and blooped. Shallow right field. Trinka coming in to make the catch. Montgomery's going to bluff. The throw comes in, cut off by Clarkson. So a big out for McLeaf. McDonald retired. He's 0 for 3, and that'll bring in Cole Elvis. So we do have two outs here, folks, and runners in scoring position. But, man, if Cole Elvis can deliver here with a hit, that's scoring too. And a, a walk would be huge as well to load the bases. So Cole Elvis with a big bat right now. Noah Bullard getting loose for the Blues in their bullpen. Right-hander out of Paso Robles, California. Elvis comes in 0 for 2, a fly out and a ground out. And he swings and chops this one foul down the third base side. The count 0-1 on the Packer backstop. Five unanswered runs for the Prune Packers. Looking for more. McLeaf sets the 0-1. Outside, gets away from Esperanza, but not too far. The count, one and one on Cole Elvis. Schusler started the last game, but though he's a better defensive player, can't, Cole Elvis beats him with his bat. So I think that was the, the key indicator of shifting Cole into the lineup today was how big a bat he can be at the bottom of the lineup. Fastball missing high. Count two and one to Elvis and we may see Kimball Schusler later in the game if the Packers are able to hold this 5-3 lead or potentially even more maybe around the seventh inning or so you see Schusler slide into that backstop and that gives the Packers some defense 2-1 to Elvis outside dropped at the plate by Esperanza the count three and one and Ian McMillan waiting on deck and just like you said, he's coming off the bench, and we have a lot of guys. That's one of the great things about Joey Gomes is he's loaded our bench, loaded our bullpen with quality guys who always will make a difference in the latter half of the game. All McLeaf sets, and the 3-1. Fastball low, ball four. Elvis works a walk. The bases are loaded for Ian McMillan. Man, Cole Elvis is stone cold. He just watched that fourth ball for that walk, and man, he is just, when you need him, Cole Elvis shows up. And now Blues manager Bob Miller out of the dugout, and let's see if he hasn't made the move yet. And as we talked about, a big key to this game again was as keeping as much time with our hitters on the field, making their, their defense stay on the field as long as possible, cooling down their hitters and making their pitchers nervous. And we're doing a great job here with that, with multiple mound visits and coaches visits and everything. It just really ingrains in the other team that, hey, you're on your heels and the Packers are here to hit. 
So bases loaded, two out, five, three Packers here in the fifth. Ian McMillan stands in, who's 0 for 2, a pop out and a ground out to this point. And the first pitch to him. Fastball missing low. And the count 1 and 0 to the Packer shortstop. And Ian McMillan's great at working counts. For the Blues, this is the guy you want to see, the nine hitter. But man, if Ian can work this plate appearance, you've also got the one, two, three hitters hitting behind you. Fastball strike. Count even at one and one on McMillan, who has become sort of Packer royalty. He's been with the organization for a long time. And what better spot for him to produce in such a big spot in a championship game? And the one, one pitch. Fastball strike two. Outside corner, Packer fans didn't think so, but the count one and two nonetheless. McMillan known for drawing walks, and he did hit a home run earlier today, but he's got to come into this plate appearance hoping for a hit, because that's the only thing that's going to solve our problems. McLeaf sets the one-two. Fastball outside, count two and two, and I'll say the same thing uh, to McLeaf that I said about McDonough. This is a big pitch. Two balls, two strikes, two out, the bases are loaded. Ball three starts the merry-go-round. McDonough was able to get the strikeout. Let's see if McCleave can do the same. McMillan trying to work ball three or put a ball in play. Here it comes. Swing on chop foul. And we'll stay right here at two and two. And you're definitely right, Michael, drawing the parallels between the two teams. Bases loaded, two outs, and you've got your starter up there. And it shows who is the champion, who's going to get past that, who's going to strike out that guy. And LJ did it for us. Let's see if Zach can do it for the Blues. Montgomery on third, Runyon on second, Elvis on first. Here it comes. Swung on and missed, strike three. McMillan chased the slider out of the strike zone to end the inning. But the Packers get two on two hits. You get the home run by Targich and three left. We're halfway through. Packers lead at 5-3 in the CCL Championship here on the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. How would you like to lower your business telecom budget by 30 to 40%? No matter where you are in the United States, IGT Consult is here to serve you. Scan us a copy of your phone and internet bill and we'll send you a free analysis with competitive bids for your telecom needs. Why pay retail when you don't have to? Contact IGT agent J.D. Marr at 916-275-5597. That's 916-275-5597. Or visit us at IGTConsult.com. Strikes. Shaw right field down. Base hit. Feliciano around third. That's his throw. And it's over. The Brewers win. And the Brewers have won three in a row against the reigning world champs. There's a base hit, and the Blue Jays are going to win it. Randall Gritchick singles into center. Espinal comes in to score. And the Blue Jays walk off the Braves. Career walk-off hit for Randall Gritchick, his third as a Blue Jay. 3-1. Poke to center field, the Reds win! Two-two. 
Swing and a ball ripped right field. Betts going back. It's over his head. And the Cubs sweep the doubleheader. Cubs win. <laughs> KB. Three and two. Payoff. Smoke to center field. The Reds win. Tycho pitched well, but they just kept coming, kept coming, kept coming, and pitched to Rizzo. Bounce to the left side. It gets through. Definitely around third. End of score. Cubs win. Two two. The Zika hits one slowly up the line. The shovel holds. Zika plays hero in the bottom of the tenth. Well, when he put his head on the pillow. Last of the fifth, Packers lead at five to three here on the Prune Packer Radio Network. And this CCL championship game, LJ McDonough still out on the mound, and why not? He's been great since coming into the game. And he is going to face Mason Grotto to start for slow. First pitch to him, fastball missing high. And the count 1 and 0. Oh. Grotto, 0 oh for 1. Walked and scored in the first. And the 1 0. Oh. Swung on the line in the center field, and that is going to dunk in for a base hit. Misplayed a little bit by Blake in second. Grotto is going to try and go to two. The throw from the center fielder, Blake. The tag by Targets, not in time. Grotto slides in safely with a double. A costly mistake by Cam Blake to take his time on that one, and the Blues are in business right away to start the bottom of the fifth. And like, yeah, you said, I mean, Grotto with the great base running aggressiveness, realizing the Packers do have an amazing infield defense, but our outfield defense is a little lacking, especially in center and right. Um, Bose is doing pretty well on left, but, man, Cam Blake, those are some plays where you're just hoping, you know, lay out for that one or, you know, hustle a little more, but... It is what it is. A.J. Esperanza takes ball one outside. The count one and no. Derek Bridges, he's ready in the Packer bullpen. Figure you might have saw him for this at bat with Esperanza and Clarkson, the two lefties, but Gums is sticking with McDonough up 5-3. Swung on in lines. Pass the dive of targets into right center field for a base hit. Coming around third is Grotto. He will score easily. It's an RBI single for A.J. Esperanza, and it's now 5-4, to four Packers. Man, and a great try by Ryan. He was literally full extension levitating above the ground on that one. But, man, it went into the outfield, and Cam Blake bobbled it again. It's, it's hard to see, and uh, hoping Joey Gomes maybe thinks about a substitution or whatnot, but we love Cam Blake's bat, so it would be definitely hard to see him out. Joey Gomes out of the dugout on his way to the mound. Again, hasn't made the move just yet with Bridges ready. Got a lefty coming up in Trey Clarkson, who has already gone deep tonight. That's a possible go-ahead run. Gomes talking with the entire infield on the pitcher's mound. Now the home plate umpire is going to go break it up. And McDonough's going to stay in there. So Joey Gomes showing a lot of faith 
in LJ McDonough right now. As Clark. Really his balls. Those are plays that with a good defense, maybe you corral a couple base runners and maybe you got runners on second and third now, but now they've scored one and they've got a runner on first. So definitely a hard situation they put themselves in, giving the Blues some momentum. Clarkson, I mentioned the home run. It's also grounded out. And he swings and misses. McDonough blows the fastball by him. And the count 0 and 1. McDonough will get a new baseball from Cole Elvis, his catcher. Runner on first. Nobody out here in the bottom of the fifth. The Packers lead at 5 to 4. And the 0-1, taken for ball one. Count even at 1-1 on Clarkson. Just me, McDonough's 1-1. Fouled back to the screen. And the count, 1-2. and two. 62 pitches for LJ through the first three-plus innings he's worked out of the bullpen. Vincent Martinez waiting on deck for slow. And the one-two. Fastball lined into right center field, going over is Blake, and he dives, and he made the catch. The ball is dropped on the transfer, and Blake is down. So Clarkson retired on the flyout, diving catch by Cam Blake. He is shaken up in right center field. Was down for a couple seconds and was able to get up as the CCL training staff is on his way out to center field to see what's up with Blake. Now manager Joey Gomes is going to go meet her out there. And, man, Cam Blake must have been hearing what I was saying because he went out all out on that one and made a beautiful play. Wow, wow, wow. To get out there and maybe even save a run, but... Uh, it looks like he got full extension and just landed straight on his chest. Probably knocked the wind straight out of him, but uh, a hard play. But hopefully he's okay and can remain in this game. This will give the catcher Cole Elvis and LJ, the pitcher, a chance to meet together, talk a little strategy, talk about the upcoming hitters, and you know what's already happened. You know, he's, Cole's probably saying, you know, we've got one out in this game. We got a runner on first, and we got a batter. Let's go for that double play. I mean, uh, let's not try to let anyone get into scoring position here, as we still do maintain that five to four lead. So. If LJ can come through right here, a big strikeout, a big double play, a big ground out, any of those would be huge. And, man, uh, this could definitely be an inning that turns the tide here as uh, momentum's kind of coming in the Blues' favor. But the Packers got to show, hey, this is our game. You're playing in our territory. We're going to win this one. 
Gomes and the trainer still out there with Cam Blake. Checking to make sure he's okay. It looks like he's going to stay in the ballgame. And how big is that for the Prune Packers, the way he swung the bat today? Three for three. Blake gives a salute to the Packer bullpen, saying I'm good to go. Again, a terrific play by Cam Blake in right center field. As Vincent Martinez will stand in. He's one for two, singled in his last at-bat. So runner on first with one out. McDonough sets. And the first pitch to Martinez. Fastball hit on the ground up the middle. This could be two. McMillan fields, flips the target to second for one. And they will get him there. Just the one at second. And so fielder's choice, 6-4, two out. And that'll bring out Thomas Trinka. And man, what a beautiful play by Ian McMillan. Running into that hole between second and short, backhanding that ball and flipping it to Ryan. And Ryan able to make the catch, tag the bag, and realizing the runner's going to make it to first. So wise of him to hold the ball in. Great way to get that second out of the inning. So now we got two outs, runner at first, and coming into bat. Trinka stands in. He chops this one left side. Runyon coming in field. He throws to second in time for the fielder's choice to end the inning. So one run on two hits and one left. We've played five full, and the Packers lead it five to four here on the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. Get back. And RC, a big bouncing ball. Cage coming to the plate. It's glove to throw home. It's slide. He's safe. The Brewers win! Family field. What a start to the season. Man, three in the ninth. Scoring one in the tenth. And the pitch. Over toward third. And it's yes. over the head of Riley down the left field line. Harper scores easily. Gene Segura was a man on a mission. Let the season begin. on this Angel roster this year. Wall sends it well out to left center field. And it's gone! Two, one. He got Just it. Just like that, the Hollywood script continues. Akil Badu wears a crown to give the Tigers the win. He rips it. It's up the middle. And the Nationals walk off the Braves on opening day. That one's driven to right field. Rosarena backing up, backing up. It's over his head. It's over his head. And the Red Sox are going to win the game. And the Rosarena never got himself in a position where he could make a play on that. What a ball game. That should do it. 
Taylor's not going to get it. Canna's going to trot home, and the A's are going to walk it off for their first win of the 2021 season. This afternoon, and the A's win it in 10 Noah Bullard, the new pitcher for the Slow Blues. Six foot, 190 pound right-hander out of Paso Robles, California, making his seventh appearance in the season. Has a 6.17 ERA. 12 strikeouts to three walks in 11 and two-thirds innings to this point. As Austin Boast will stand in for the Prune Packers to start the sixth. Packers leading it five to four. No Bullard's first pitch to Austin Bose, a swung on foul. And the count 0-1 to Prune Packer left fielder. Yeah, and a big moment here for the Packers is they're hoping to repeat that last inning, scoring two runs and loading the bases. So hopefully we can keep this momentum in our favor. Line foul. And the count 0-2 on Bost who is one for three, grounded out to the second baseman Kretschmar in his last step out in the fourth, doubled and scored in the third, and flew out to the left fielder Nick Costello to start the ball game in the first. Bullard's 0-2 pitch, swung on line to left field. That ball is gonna one-hop the wall and go over the wall for a ground rule double, second double of the game for Austin Boast. It's a leadoff double, and the Packers are in business here again in the top of the sixth. Yeah, I can't ask for a better way to start an inning. Some people say home runs are rally killers is because it leaves no one on the base. But, man, a ground rule double shows that he hit that one hard, and we've got a runner in scoring position now. So definitely a great job by Bose to put some good wood on that pitch. And, man, giving Ryan a runner on base is always a crucial thing. Targets homered in his last step and the fifth gave the Packers a 4-3 lead at the time. Stands in with another great opportunity, and he takes a called strike. Fastball down the heart of the plate to count 0-1. One for three on the day is Targets. He had a pair of flyouts to Ryan Cermak in center before the home run. Boast off second. Bullard sets, checks Boast on second, who's dancing off the pitch. Fastball missing high, and the count even at one ball and one strike. To the left-handed hitting, or switch hitting, batting left, Ryan Targic. And you almost can't describe the atmosphere here at the game. As it gets dark, it's also a little darker due to the smoke in the air. So it's like a real foggy kind of night-like feeling here and almost like a dream, like a nightmare. And as Ryan takes ball two to move the count to two and one. But man, what a great atmosphere here. It just feels like almost a dream, a nightmare for some. But wow, this is just a great atmosphere to play in. Two balls and a strike on Targic. Boast again dancing off second. The pitch. Swung on foul. Left side out of play. Count evens up at two and two. And you can see, especially on the light and right field, you can see the smoke kind of lighting up. As, uh, like you said, it gets darker. We're past 8 p.m. local time here in Lincoln. And you're right. It's going to get a little bit darker than usual. 
with the smoke as the 2-2 pitch is on the way. Swung on, hit sharply to second, fielded by Kretschmar. Throws to first in time to retire targets for out number one. Up to third goes Bose, so runner at third with one out, and that's going to bring in our dancing queen, Cam Blake, who is three for three. And we love Ryan to get a hit there, or even a home run, but he did his job there. That's as good as a bunt right there, a sack bunt. He's able to move the runner from second to third with only one out. It gives Cam Blake the opportunity where if he hits it a deep enough sack ball, then he can score the runner at third. So Blake singled in the first, hit a two-run home run in the third inning, and singled in the fifth. He also scored in that fifth inning where the Prune Packers scored two runs. And the pitch drifts outside. Ball one to Cam Blake, and this is where you run into the gauntlet of Packers hard of the lineup. Cam Blake, Torn Montgomery, Blake Burke, and Braden Runyon. Your three through six hitters. None of them, none of the nine hitters are easy outs, but especially those four right in the middle. As Blake chops this one. First base. Clarkson coming in, misses it, and it's gonna drift foul. And they're gonna call that a foul ball. They're gonna say that pitch ball was not touched by Clarkson in fair territory. They're just going to say he just completely missed it. Man, what a break for the Blues there. That would have gave us runners on the corner with less than two outs. But man, he tried to get with the scoop there and wasn't able to get it and they ruled it foul. So big break for the Blues there. But hopefully Cam Blake gets another chance at that sack fly. So one ball and one strike on Cam Blake. We're in the sixth. The Packers lead it five to four here in the CCL Championship. Corner infielders playing about even with the bag. Middle infielders are up for the Blues. The one-one pitch. Swung on, hit sharply to third. Bost off third. Either gonna try and tag him out, and they do. Bost tagged out off third. That's the third time in this tournament that Austin Bost has been thrown out on the base pass, and he is letting the third base umpire have it. As he walks back to the dugout. Man, what a complicated play. It shot right at the third baseman. And Bost's initial reaction when you see that line drive is to, you know, start towards home. But then he knew he was going to get out if he tried. So they both dove at third. And, man, it looked like he made it safe. But the call did not go in our favor. Huge out for the Blues. So Torn Montgomery will stand in. And Cam Blake's going to come out of this ball game. So with the Packers up 5-4, Seth Nager is going to pinch run for Cam Blake. And that's a definitely a difficult loss for the Packers as Cam Blake is a much-needed bat in this lineup. And he hits in a crucial spot, too, in the, in the four-hole, I believe. Sorry, the three-hole, I believe. And so with Seth Nager coming in to replace him, we do get another lefty bat, and man, Seth plays amazing defense in center field, so we know we're getting an upgrade there, but definitely a loss of Cam's bat. And Cam, remember, diving for that ball was shaken up a little bit, so may have maybe lost some of that uh, stamina as a throw to first. Nager dives in safely, so Nager will stay in the game and likely play center field with Boston left, Burke and right. And that may have also been the strategy later in the game with the lead is to put Seth in there as a defensive replacement. So him coming in now isn't the worst thing. And Montgomery takes ball one inside. And the count one ball and no strikes to Monty. One hit and one official at bat. 
He's been hit by a pitch and walked. Ball in the gap, scores Nager from first. Great speed, pitch in the dirt. Count two and zero. Oh. And Torin's looking the best he has been in these playoffs right now. I mean, before that he was too aggressive and he was too back and he didn't know where he was. But now he's gotten back in that mentality he has of spit on those bad pitches and wait for yours because you're going to hit one in the gap. Montgomery takes a strike, and the count two and one. Thanks to all of you who have joined us. In this CCL championship game, Michael Barabalt and Lucas Rumpler bringing you the finale of the regular of the postseason, actually of the entire season for the Prune Packers. Two-one pitch drifts outside, three and one on Monty with the dangerous Blake Burke on deck. And for many of you Packers fans, this is a long time coming. Since that 2019 loss in the playoffs, we've been itching for a championship. And after last season, not having the ability to have playoffs and everything, we've been all the more hungry in this year. So definitely great for us to see it paying off right now. Packers have never won a CCL championship. As Montgomery swings and misses to count three and two. So that'll start Nager from first. Three balls, two strikes, two out. And no records of any championships in previous leagues over the 100-year history. Who knows if championships were even accounted for back in the day. Remember, the Prune Packers were independent for a very long time. So this would definitely be a first if the Packers are able to hold on tonight. 3-2 pitch to Montgomery. Fastball, strike three called. Montgomery thought it was ball four. Montgomery saying that pitch was down. He's having a conversation with the home plate umpire that ends the inning. So Montgomery retired. No runs on a hit and one left. We've played five and a half innings of play. Five to four, the Packers lead it here on the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. Throw to second, and it hits the runner. Here comes Madrigal, and they win it. The out at second base is irrelevant at that point because Madrigal is the winning run. His sixth pitch. Up the middle and through. Ramon Arias scores Rio Ruiz. The Orioles win their first home game in 2021. And VR hits one of the air to left field. That'll win the game. McCutcheon watches it sail by him. In the score comes McNeil with the game-winning run. Pete Alonzo with the tying hit. Jonathan VR. Breaking ball high in the air. Hicks ranging back at the wall, at the track. Get out of here. God, a walk-off home run for Bill Bichette. It only took him 86 games to get to 50 career extra base hits. Broken bad line drive, and the Braves win it. Dansby Swanson picks on the first pitch. And the Braves come back again and beat the Marlins. RBI of the season. To short center, down for a hit, and it's a walk-off winner. Well, that's the sixth time he's done that. Sometimes the hardest thing to do is break a losing streak. That's going to do it. A big drive. Right center field. J.P. walks home. Mariners win it 6-5 in the ninth. Evan White tying it in the eighth inning with his first home run of the year. Great.
We have reached the bottom of the sixth inning. The Packers lead it 5-4, to four, and LJ McDonough, he's still going for the Prune Packers. Has been terrific out of the bullpen. Has gone four innings, allowed five hits, one run, and has walked one and struck out four. His longest appearance so far this season, he pitched three innings and back-to-back -back outings on June 17th and June 23rd against the Potters and Crawdads, respectively, and he was great in those outings. He went three innings, allowed one hit, no runs. Got the save in the June 17th game against the Potters. But again, going four innings right now, getting ready to start a fifth inning of work. Uh, he's been terrific in the biggest game of the season. So McDonough is going to start the bottom of the sixth inning. And here we are in crunch time of this CCL championship game. Seems like we've had a lot of tense moments already. And we're not even in the late innings yet. And that's the true mark of great baseball here. It's championship baseball. Two of the best teams in California are facing off here tonight to show who's the best, who deserves to be called the champion. So Austin Kretschmar will lead things off for the Slow Blues. Eight, nine, and one due up for the Blues against LJ McDonough. Packers lead at 5-4. And a fastball up and in. Count 1-0. Kretschmar 1-for-2, singled in his last at bat in the fourth, flew out to the center fielder at the time, Cam Blake, in the second. As the new center fielder is Seth Nager, who stays in the game after pinch running for Cam Blake. 1-0, fastball inside. And the count 2-0. Derek Bridges warming again in the Packer bullpen. Man, it's almost like he's thrown probably a full game there, warming up. Fastball strike. Outer half, the count two and one. Packer fans have definitely outnumbered Blues fans. Of course, it is a shorter trip from Healdsburg, considered uh, or compared to slow, but. Nice to see Packer Nation out in full force in Lincoln as that one's hit in the air to center. Nager coming in into his left, and he has a play, and he makes it for out number one. And that brings up the ninth-place hitter, Nick Costello. And we talked about how uh, Cam Blake left this game with an apparent injury, but he was able to come back after his on-field incident, so nothing too major. But with Seth Nager coming in to play center field, what a boost to our outfield defense. Man, Seth can run down anything. So having him in center, that helps us a lot. It's like having Ian at short. Kind of the captain of the outfield is Nager in center. As first pitch ball one inside. Seems like the home plate umpire not really giving either side the inside part of the plate. Most of his strike calls that at least seem like have been a more wide range have been on the outside part of the plate. As the 1-0 pitch fouled left side out of play. The count even at 1-0-1. Costello 0 for 2. A pair of strikeouts. One looking, one swinging to this point. One ball, one strike, one out. To ninth place hitter Costello. The pitch swung on. Fouled left side again out of play. The count 1-2. and two. Action in the Blues bullpen. Go try and get that number for you. Left-hander. 
McDonough sets the one-two. Swung on, hit in the air. This one could be in play. Bost going back, still going back toward the foul line, and he makes the catch on the run toward the Packer bullpen for out number two. And that'll bring up Ryan Cermak, the leadoff man for the Slow Blues. Any ball hit in the air at this point in the game, your heart kind of stops a little bit with the way the ball's been flying this weekend. Uh, here at McBean Stadium, lots of home runs. The Blues came into this game hitting 10 home runs in three games. They have one here tonight. Uh, and the Packers, certainly, the long ball has picked up for them. Two more home runs for the Packers tonight. So, again, any ball hit in the air, uh, your heart kind of stops a little bit on either side as the pitch misses low and away to Cermak. The count 1-0, who is 0-2. Fly out and pop out, and in the fourth inning, his last at-bat was hit by a pitch. And it looks like the Blues bullpen is quieting down as their pitcher has left there. I believe it may have been Lyons throwing out his arm and just having a regular bullpen session after his start. Two balls and no strikes on Ryan Cermak. And now another Packer has gotten up in the bullpen. See who that is later on. The 2-0. Swung on a miss. McDonough blows a fastball right by him. And the count 2-1. I want to I want to say I saw a 5 down there, so I'm guessing it's Shane O'Malley. But we have a, a tough view of the third base dugout from our standpoint. As the 2-1 foul tipped into the glove of Elvis. Strike 2. The count even at 2-2. Two and two. But McDonough, through 4 and 2 thirds, has been outstanding. And they've rode him a lot. He's gone through four and two-thirds. has allowed just one run to this point. As the 2-2 pitch on the way, swung on, hit sharply, past the dive of targets into right center field for a base hit. Nager over to cut it off. Cermak in a hold at first. A strong throw in by Nager keeps him there. So single for Ryan Cermak. He's on with two out, and that'll bring up Ruben Mercado. And out comes Joey Gomes out of the dugout. And to reiterate, what LJ has done so well this game is throw strikes. I mean, he's got an electric fastball that gets by most hitters, but one of the best things that he and Charlie have done is they've allowed the Packer batters to have chances. And so what they did is they came in and they threw strikes. And one of the biggest keys to these games is not letting free base runners. So without a lot of walks from those two pitchers, that's really what's been the key to success for the Prune Packers up to this point. So coming in now for the Prune Packers will be number 31, Derek Bridges. And that's going to do it for LJ McDonough. And you can't say enough what he did for this Prune Packers Wilbon. Coming in in the second inning, down 3 nothing. He gives the Packers four and two-thirds, allowed six hits, one earned run, a walk, and four strikeouts. He is responsible for the runner at first. That's Cermak. But a very solid reliever coming in for the Prune Packers in Derek Bridges. So we'll let him take his warm-up tosses and be right back after this. Packers lead at 5-4, to four, two outs, bottom of the sixth, here on the Hillsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. All right, well, Anthony Bender on to close it out. Search of what could be his first major league save. Swung around, three men on the right side against Beatty. 0-2, ground ball. Jazz, Miggy, over to first, and Beatty beats it out. And now Beatty, hobbling a little bit. Payoff pitch from Bender. Swing and a miss for strike three. 
two outs in the ninth. Yeah, we talk about this lethal combination all the time between the power sinker at 97 miles an hour, the sweeping action of his slider at 85. One and two from Bender. Muncy pops this one up. Birdie is underneath it. It's a Marlins win! The win streak comes to an end at nine for the Dodgers. The Marlins bounce back on a night where the place was jumping and the Marlins had little to few options, it seemed, in the bullpen. Anthony Bender collects his first major league save. New pitcher is Derek Bridges for the Prune Packers, making his 17th appearance of the season. 2-0 with a 2.49 ERA, 28 strikeouts to 14 walks in 21 and two-thirds innings to this point. Pitched against the Blues on Wednesday, going an inning in two-thirds, allowing one hit, two runs, walked three. So he faces Mercado, who can bunt. Runyon ready for it at third. And the first pitch from Bridges, swung on foul, tipped into the glove of Cole Elvis, strike one, and indeed it is Shane O'Malley warming up for the Prune Packers in their bullpen. I thought I saw a five in there. It was either one five or two five, and figured it was Shane O'Malley, the right-hander out of Sonoma, California. So the 0-1 pitch is on the way. Actually not, as it's thrown to first, and getting back is Cermak. And Derek Bridges, being a lefty, has that killer pickoff move to first, and the runner at first knew about it because he was taking no chances and leaning towards the first base bag. Well, no balls and one strike to Ruben Mercado. He's one for three, and he takes fastball, strike two. Mercado struck out swinging in the fourth. That was an, in a bases-loaded situation. And he's down the count 0-2 here with a possible tying run on first here in the sixth. Bridges sets, and the 0-2. Fastball popped up, right side, Montgomery giving chase, but it'll drift out of play. And the count will stay put at 0-2. And, and Mercado's been a dangerous batter for the Blues. He's been working counts, shooting little base hits everywhere. He's definitely dangerous here in this situation, but hopefully Derek Bridges can come in here and strike out that final batter. Cermak off first. And the 0-2. Fastball lined into left center field. That ball's going to get down for a base hit. And that's going to go all the way to the wall. Coming around third is Cermak. The throw is not in time. It's an RBI double for Ruben Mercado. And we are tied at five. Definitely a stunner here in the bottom of the six. Not what the Packers needed here is the Blues are able to tie up the game, but man, this is where you gotta say to yourself, this is a gut check time where you gotta maintain composure, calm yourself down, and get that final out. So runner on second, that's Mercado, the possible go-ahead run. Mason Grotto stands in. And he hits one in the air, right center field. Nager, think is losing it, and he's gonna make the play just barely in right center field for the final out. 
And you talked about the smoke. It's not going to be easy in these final three innings, but we're right back to where we started, tied at five, heading into the late innings, going to the seventh. It's a 5-5 ball game in the CCL Championship on the Healdsburg Broom Packer Radio Network. Are you paying too much for your business phones and internet? Tired of slow bandwidth? IGT Consult is here to help. Stop paying retail for your telecom needs and move to wholesale pricing with IGT Consult. We save businesses 30 to 40% and bring you the latest technology via the cloud. Contact IGT broker J.D. Marr today at 916-275-5597. That's 916-275-5597 or visit us on the web at IGTConsult.com. We believe student-athletes should never have to suffer in silence. We believe the stigma surrounding mental health needs to end. We believe you don't have to walk alone. Thousands are here, surrounding you in battle. Together, we will walk. Together, we remind you that your life has value. Together, we raise three. Because mental health matters and there is hope. will face Will Smith. The veteran left-hander, the 25-year-old catcher for the Dodgers. And a high fly. Seventh inning we go in the CCL Championship game here in Lincoln. Packers lead this one. Or actually, it's tied 5-5, excuse me, rather. As Blake Burke will lead things off against Noah Bullard. First pitch, foul left side out of play by Burke. The count 0-1, who is 1-3, singled in the third, and that's sandwiched in between a flyout and a strikeout. Bullard out for his second inning of work. And Blake Burke hits one down the left field line. Costello giving chase, and he dives, and he can't make the play. It'll be a foul ball, and the count 0-2 on Burke. Burke hoping to do some damage here. Even if it's not a long ball, we would love to see him on bases. Last few days, he's been great at putting balls in the gap. So a repeat right here would start the train off for the Packers. So Burke down in the count, 0-2. Nobody on here in the seventh. We're tied at five. Five runs, ten hits, one air for the Prune Packers. Five runs, eight hits, no errors for the Blues. And the 0-2 pitch on the way. Swung on, fouled back, and we'll do it again. Packers looking for a base runner to start the seventh. And the pitch, breaking ball in the dirt. Good take by Burke, the count one and two. Burke to win these playoffs. 
One ball and two strikes. The pitch. Breaking ball line down the left field line. That is a foul ball. And we'll do the one-two once more. Burke trying to stay alive. The one-two pitch. Swung on and missed strike three. Bullard blew the fastball right by him. Burke on strikes for the second time tonight. And that'll bring in Braden Runyon. Runyon, two for three, has two RBI singles. So he's got two RBIs. Flew out in his first at-bat to the left fielder Costello. That was in the second. And the first pitch to him. Fastball low. And the count 1-0. And a very difficult thing here for the Packers is giving up the tying run is not even that big of a deal. But the hard thing is it killed all of our momentum, you know. they The Packers do the best ahead in the game, and it's showing here. That one's hit in the ground, through in the right field for a base hit. Braden Runyon, 3 for 4. Had a great first game and has continued that here into the night game. And that'll bring in Blake McDonald with one out and one on. It seems like some of their swag they had when LJ was pitching has just been lost. And hopefully with that base hit, we can start waking up these bats. And not only waking up the bats, waking up the players. Get them back into this. This is the championship. McDonald over three, pair of flyouts and a pop out to this point. He swings and chops this one foul at the plate. The count 0-1. Take your pitch, 0-1 the count on McDonald. And the pitch. Fastball outside. And the count even at 1-1. Runner on first is Runyon. One ball, one strike, one out. We're tied at five, top of the seventh. McDonald swings and fouls this one right side out of play. And the count now one and two. Bullard looking for a new set of signs, has the one he likes. And he delivers. Swung on line in the left field. That's going to get down for a base hit. Runyon's going to try and go to third. The throw from the left fielder, Costello, is not in time. Runyon gets around the tag. Manager of the Blues, Bob Miller, out of the dugout. And he wants a word with the third base umpire. Blues dugout is not happy with that. It's a single for McDonald. Up to third is Runyon. And there's not much you can do on that play as the coach. I mean, what are you really going to argue there? The hard thing is the umpire was right there to make the call, and the Packers had to live with it when Austin Bose got back pick essentially yep. at third base. So it's now got two plays in each side, each favor at third base. So great job by Brandon to be very aggressive on the base pass. But, man, 
Yeah, close play. And that's something that we talked about off the air about the base running. The Packers always putting pressure on the defense, forcing him to make plays. And now the Packers are set up with runners at the corners, one out for Cole Elvis, where a fly ball can give them the lead back. And now Bob Miller, the Blues manager, is going to talk to the home plate umpire. And which I really don't understand. I mean, I think just by talking to him, they're going to overturn the call. It just, I'm not saying it's a sore loser mentality, but it's just not a great way to play this game. What happens, happens. Umpires are always going to be an anomaly in this game. You never know what they're going to call. Whether the right call was safe or out, you can't argue with the umpires to get your call changed. And I think that's what the Blues are going to realize here in a sec. Well, it looks like he may want to make a change. The home umpire has his lineup card out. wonder if he's going to make a defensive replacement here. He's not taking the pitch out because there's no one warming in the bullpen. It looks like the first baseman has left from the field, and they may be getting Maybe a he'll new pitch. batter. So, well, Bullard's coming out after an inning and a third. And maybe the first baseman, Clarkson, is going to pitch here. Although I... I think that is Clarkson heading out to the I mound. I think you may be right there. They had no one warming up in the bullpen, and it looks like Clarkson, the first baseman, went over, changed his glove, and he's about to pitch. So Clarkson is going to take the mound. We're going to have a new first baseman, and it looks like it's going to be Austin Shell. So Clarkson is going to take the mound. We'll let him take his warm-up tosses, and he's going to be in a tough spot. Packers have runners at the corners with one out here in the seventh and a tie ball game with Cole Elvis coming to the plate in the CCL Championship on the Hillsburg Prune Packer Radio Network.
New pitcher is indeed Trey Clarkson. First baseman goes to the pitcher's mound. He's making his ninth appearance on the mound this season with an even five ERA. Ten strikeouts to six walks in nine innings. Pitch to this point. He's going to face Cole Elvis with runners at the corners and one out here in the seventh inning. And a game tied at five. It has been a great game so far, back and forth. Another tense moment here. And a swing and a miss on the fastball by Elvis to count on one, who is 0 for 2, walked in his last at bat, but before that, a fly out and a ground out. And like you said, Michael, a big at bat here, because it could give us the lead with a sacrifice fly, or a base hit here could get more runners in scoring position and give us the lead. Elvis, the fastball inside. So one ball, one strike to count. Runners at the corners, one out. Five to five is the score. Pitches line foul, out of play. Count one and two. Gotta love it when they play the sound effect of a broken windshield. It always gets I someone. I love the sound effects the here sound in Lincoln. Effects. I think that is a great addition to any ball club. Elvis down on the count, one and two. One out, runners out the corners here in the seventh. The pitch inside nearly hit him, and the count even at two and two. Hey, do a job now, Colt. The bottom of the lineup for the Packers, you have to be mentally hardened because how good of the rest of the lineup is the other team knows you have to get those eight and nine outs. Two two foul back and we'll do it again. Two balls and two strikes. Cole Elvis, the pitch. Breaking ball, swung on and missed, strike three. A huge strikeout for Clarkson. Two are gone in the inning, and that'll bring in Ian McMillan. McMillan stands in 0 for 3. Pop out, a ground out, and a strikeout. And again, we talked about it. Prune Packer royalties, McMillan has a chance to deliver one of the biggest hits of his Prune Packer career right here. And he lines one down the right field line, hooking foul. Just barely foul, and the count 0 1. A huge bat for Ian. Like you said, Michael, one of the biggest bats of his entire Prune Packer career. And man, this could be a game changer here, is it? will definitely boost the momentum of whatever team it favors. Runyon on third, and McDonald on first. Swung on, popped up, foul right side, out of play, and the count quickly 0-2. Austin Shell, the new first baseman for the Slow Blues. 
And now Clarkson, a strike away from getting the Blues out of this inning. No balls, two strikes, two out. Tie game in the seventh. And the pitch. In the dirt, McMillan able to spit on that one. Count one and two. Ian McMillan at the plate. 236 on the season, three homers, 33 RBIs. And the one-two pitch. Swung on line, through in the right field for a base hit. Runyon scores, and the Packers have retaken the lead at 6-5 Healdsburg. Late game heroics out of Ian McMillan as he shoots that ball between first and second base. Now Blake McDonald's running from second to third because no one's watching, and Blake McDonald essentially steals a bag as he's able to make it to third. So Ian's hit comes up a costly one for the Blues as we the Packers take the 6-5 to five lead and get another runner at third with IMAC at first. Wow, 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 what a play. And the Blues are arguing that time was called, but time was never signaled by the umpiring crew. Blake McDonald with a heads-up play right there, taking that extra bag, and now how big does that look if a ball gets by the catcher Esperanza? McDonald could come in and score. Huge wow. play and way to be heads up. Like you were saying earlier, a big part of the Packers is their base running, and man, taking that unrealized base was huge. So Austin Bose stands in, two for four on the night. Pair of doubles. Runners at the corners, two out. That one's lined into left field. Coming in is Costello to make the catch to end the inning. And the inning is over. But the Packers score a run on three hits, and they leave two. They retake the lead at 6-5, heading into the bottom of the seventh time to stretch here in the CCL Championship on the Hillsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. Song on so many different dials Cause I got more than a disciplined child So when they see me everybody barack barack Man I'm like a young gun fully black barack I cry teardrops over the massive attack I only make hits like I work with a racket and back Look on my jacket and hat so down berserk So down to earth I'm bringing gravity back adopted by the major I want my family back People work hard just to get all their salary tax Look I'm just a writer from the ghetto like Mallory Black Until they hear you out oh. Last of the seventh, Packers lead it again, six to five. Derek Bridges is gonna try for a shutdown inning after the Blues tied it in the bottom of the sixth. And uh, Bridges 
Gave up the tying double to Mercado. He's going to try and reverse that and, and shut things down as he will face AJ Esperanza, the cleanup man. Lefty to lefty. And the first pitch. Breaking ball inside, and the count 1-0. and Esperanza 1-for-1 one one officially an RBI single. And, man, that last inning, that was an exciting one. And a big moment there is Ian McMillan, IMAC, comes through with the clutch base hit to score a run. Man, that fires a team up. Having your nine-hole hitter get that game-leading home uh, hit, that's a great thing to have. And he takes strike one to move the count to one and one. You wonder if Bridges is just going to face Esperanza and Clarkson. Well, I think it's still in the lineup, even though he's on the mound as the breaking ball shifts outside, 2-1. Looks like O'Malley's ready in the bullpen. Unless, yeah, so it looks like it is Clarkson in the on-deck circle. Austin Shell is the new first baseman. That one swung on and missed on the fastball, and the count 2-2. Two and two. So you wonder if after Clarkson, even if there are two out in the inning, maybe O'Malley comes in. But see what happens here with Esperanza. The 2-2 popped up. Elvis, the catcher, has a beat on it, makes the catch. Four out number one. So that'll bring in Trey Clarkson. Clarkson, one for three, had a three-run home run in the first inning that gave the Blues a 3-0 lead. Since then, he has grounded out and flied out. Bridges and Clarkson lefty to lefty. And a breaking ball missing outside. The count 1-0. It looks like Shell is the new DH because he's in Vincent Martinez's spot. So we've got that figured out. And a breaking ball. There's a strike. Slider on the outer half. One ball, one strike, one out. Backers up by one. Swung on foul. Back and the count one and two. With Joey Gomes putting Derek Bridges in, this is the type of guy you want here. He plays for Texas Tech. He's played in the college World Series playoffs. He's a guy who... He doesn't have pressure get to him. So to have him here in the playoff game, a championship game, this is a guy who's hardened and is the best pitcher available. And the one-two pitch. Slider hit in the air. Shallow center field. Nager, I don't think, sees it. Maybe he does. He does, and he makes the catch. Looked a little fishy. Again, it's so hazy with all the smoke. And I know Nager had a... A problem seeing the ball in right center field in the last inning. So, again, any ball hit in the air is is your heart stops for one reason. One, it's such a small ballpark can go over the fence. And two, with all the smoke here, it's hard to see. So, and just as we suspected, Derek Bridges, his night is done. He faces the two lefties. He gets them both out. Derek Bridges does the job, goes an inning. Allows one hit, no runs. Doesn't walk anybody and didn't strike out anybody, but he didn't need to. So we have a new pitcher. We'll let him take his warm-up tosses. The Packers lead at 6-5 to five here in the bottom of the seventh inning on the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network.
New pitcher for the Prune Packers is Shane O'Malley, right-hander out of University of Nevada, Reno, making his ninth appearance of the season, 6-1 and one with a 3.30 ERA. Just the second time he's pitching out of the bullpen, 30 strikeouts to 10 walks in 32 and two-thirds innings. And he is going to face Austin Shell. That first pitch swinging is Shell, fouls it down the first base side, the count 0-1. Shell came into play first base when Clarkson went to the pitcher's mound. We talked about this a little bit earlier, but Joey's strategy coming into this game, Joey Gomes, the manager, was to save as many arms as possible for this championship game. And it seems to have worked out for him. As now he's got O'Malley up, who gets strike two. And uh, as well as we have a lot of bullpen arms ready to go. One of those big names is Noah Renard, pitcher for Michigan. And a lot of fans are waiting on him to come up and pitch, and he seems like he may close out the game. So great to see we do have some powerful arms waiting in the bullpen. O'Malley ahead in the count 0-2 on Shell. And the pitch way outside, the count 1-2 and two on the fastball. Shell getting his first at-bat of the uh, ball game. Comes in at 308, two homers, 22 RBIs. O'Malley a strike away from getting Packers out of the inning. Breaking ball in the dirt, picked by Elvis to count two and two. Packers lead it six to five, bottom half of the seventh inning here in the California Collegiate League Championship game. 
O'Malley working from the first base side of the rubber winds and deals a 2-2. In there, strike three call. Pitch on the outside corner gets Shell looking to end the inning. So no runs, no hits, and nobody left. We've played seven full. The Packers lead at 6-5. You're on the Healdsburg Broom Packer Radio Network. Ryan targets lead things off for the Prune Packers. Top half of the eighth inning. Packers lead it 6-5 over the slow blues. Target switch hitter. He's going to bat from the right side this time against the left-handed throwing Clarkson. And the first pitch to target. Swung on, drilled the left field down the line, but it's going to hook foul at home run distance. But it's Home run distance and more there as that one was belted out. I wanted to say before that pitch that I believe Ryan hit his home run from the right side, and man, it kind of shows he has a lot of power from that right side. Targets one for four with that home run, and he takes fastball strike two. That home run came in the fifth that gave the Packers at the time a 4-3 lead. He's also flied out twice and grounded out. Clarkson's 0-2 pitch. Fastball just missed high, maybe a bit inside as well. The count one and two. And we talked about Noah Renard potentially being someone in the late game. He is up in the bullpen, kind of was nonchalantly thrown a couple times. Nothing serious yet. As the 1-2 pitch popped up, shallow right field going out as second baseman Kretschmar to make the catch for out number one in the eighth inning. And looks like we may see a pinch hitter. We will. It's going to be Hans Smith. So Hans Smith will pinch hit for Seth Nager. He came in for Cam Blake's spot. And Hans has been a playoff hero so far, giving us that winning run in the, against the Caneo Oak. So he's definitely a guy you want at the plate. And he came in both games as a defensive replacement. So he's got great defense and a great guy to see come up. First pitch to him is inside ball one, and you mentioned the walk-off home run against the Caneo Oaks, um, but he also provides solid defense in center field as well, so you're not only getting a, a good defensive player, you're also going to get a really good bat with power for the rest of this game. 
1-0 pitch, fastball strike, the count even at 1-1. One one. one ball, one strike to Smith. And the pitch swung on line, down the third baseline, it's a fair ball. That's gonna go into the corner. Smith on his way to second, and he is gonna be in there with a pinch hit stand-up double. Man, what a great job by Ant Smith. He just comes up there and he's a dog every time he comes to the plate. Working at bats and hitting balls hard. So great job by Hans. And man, he's got some wheels as well as he was able to hustle to second pretty easily. So Smith on second, and that's gonna bring in Torin Montgomery, who is one for two officially. He's been hit by a pitch and walked. He's also singled and scored. That was in the third, and he struck out looking in the sixth. And the pitch, fastball outside, ball one. And Torin definitely a dangerous bat. So with a runner on second, def oh, it looks like they will be intentionally walking Torin Montgomery. So speak of it, I mean, man, they know Torin's a dangerous bat, and they don't. If they're already going to walk him, just put him on first base anyways, because he could hit you a home run at any point. So. Interesting strategy move by the Blues is now it gives the Prune Packers runners on first and second with one out, and coming up is Blake Burke. And you mentioned Montgomery, dangerous bat, home run hitter. Well, Blake Burke is also a home run hitter, so tit for tat in that aspect. As Blake Burke stands in, but you do get the lefty on lefty matchup for the Blues, so you like your chances in that aspect. As Burke takes ball one down low, the count one and zero. Oh. And I think the Blues know that righties are seeing their pitcher pretty well. So having Torin up there could have really been a crucial blow. But having Blake up there instead, hey, you couldn't ask for another better hitter. Burke, one for four. Pair of strikeouts, a single. Fastball low, the count 2-0. and oh. And what a great game we have here, folks, in Lincoln, California, around Potters fans who aren't happy to see us here in this championship game. But here we are fighting, fighting, fighting. And it may take 100 years for us to win this championship, but we're en route to a great game here tonight. Fastball called strike. And the count two and one. Yeah, no uh, known history of championships in the 100 years that we have. We checked with our historian slash team president, Dick Bogarski, and nothing official that we found as the pitch is low and outside, three and one. Prune Packers have been in the CCL since 2016. I've made it to, to this championship round twice, lost both times. 2017 lost to the Orange County Riptide, and in 2019 lost to the Santa Barbara Forcers, as you said, uh, were on the brink in that year, so. They're going to try and finish this one as Berg lines one into left center field. Going back to Cermak, still going back, still going back. It's going to be over his head and off the wall. Here comes Smith. He will score. They're going to wave Montgomery. The throw from Mercado, the cutoff man, is cut off. Montgomery scores. Burke is going to get thrown out at third, but it's a two-run double for Blake Burke. 
And the Poom Packers have extended their lead. It is now 8-5. to five. And some great attitude by Blake Burke there. Yeah, he was caught up between second and third, but it doesn't even matter. He scores the two runs there and gives the Poom Packers an 8-5 to five lead. What a great at-bat by Blake Burke because he shot that one into center field and no one was able to get to it, and it fell in for an RBI double. Great job to give us an 8-5 to five lead. A monumental hit for Blake Burke. Has the Packers up by three runs now. And you could tell Burke was a little extra fired up because they walked the guy in front of him. They wanted to pitch specifically to him, and he made them pay with the two-run double. As Braden Runyon stands in with two out, nobody on, and he swings and misses the count 0-1. And man, Packer hitters are feeling dangerous now. You do not want to be a Blues pitcher right now as the Packers are going up there looking for blood. So great job for the Packers to get momentum on their side and get into a position to cruise into the final innings of this game. Talk about with the home run hitting ability of the Blues, now having a three-run lead. Uh, just gives you so much, you know, you can relax and breathe a little bit as Runyon swings and misses at the slider, the count 0-2. And, and this is the Blues team that torched the Packers for four home runs in Wednesday's game, and they have that ability to come back. So anything, anything extra, any insurance runs you can get are just so valuable, especially in a championship game, but also in a championship game against a team that you've already lost to in this tournament. Runyon takes ball one in the dirt to count one and, and two. And by no means is this game over. We do have a three-run lead, but that means nothing in baseball. We've scored five runs, three runs, and we've had multiple multi-run innings. So this is definitely not a lead you can keep forever, but let's hope to add on right now. Pitch inside, count even at two and two. No Renard is tossing in the bullpen, as is, looks like Ude Naratom as well, as Runyon takes strike three on the fastball, and he knew it to end the inning. But the Packers score two runs on two hits, and they leave none. We played seven and a half innings. It's the Packers eight and the Blues five here on the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network.
Bottom of the eighth inning. Packers lead at eight to five. And the CCL championship six outs away from their first championship in franchise history. But it's not going to be an easy six outs. Even though they lead this game eight five. The Blues are a team that never ever gives up. And it's going to start with Thomas Trinka and Shane O'Malley, who swings and misses the count 0 and 1. And baseball is just that kind of game. Football, basketball, a lot of other sports has a clock on the tip, on the scoreboard. So if you get that lead, you can just wind the clock out and not give the other team an opportunity to score. But baseball is unique in the fact where you may have the lead, you may be close to the end, but you have to give the other team a chance to come back. And with them being the home team, they will have two more chances to come back after this. But Packers are looking solid coming in and looking cool and collected. 1-1 one, one pitch on the way from O'Malley is strike two on the inner half. And the count two and, or excuse me, one and two on Trinka, who is 0 for three, struck out swinging in the first, reached on a fielder's choice in the fourth and grounded out in the fifth. As O'Malley winds the one, two, swung on and missed, strike three. Trinka down on strikes for the second time tonight. And that'll bring in Austin Kretschmar, the second baseman and eighth place hitter. Kretschmar one for three. Flew out to the center fielder Nager at the time in the sixth. That's Hans Smith now back out there. Singled in the fourth and flew out to the center fielder Cam Blake at the time, which was in the second inning. And a swing and a miss, the count 0-1. So, Hans Smith, the new center fielder, no other defensive replacements yet. And the 0-1 in the dirt, count even at 1-1. One one. Clock has ticked past 9 p.m. here in Lincoln, California. Started around 6.17, so a little bit on pace. And the pitch, fastball just missed a bit low. The count 2-1, uh, rather. We do have some uh, Lincoln Potter fans in attendance who I think might be pulling for the Blues here in these final few innings. Two ball, one strike pitch, swung on foul, tipped at the play, and I think that got a piece of the home plate umpire. Count two and two, and, and the Blues play-by-play uh, -play, uh, broadcaster was telling me in one of their games earlier in the week they had two umpires injured in one game, so definitely not what you'll want to see. So O'Malley close to a strikeout here, two and two count. Let's see what he can do here. And, you know, we got that three-run lead. Let's keep attacking these batters and, you know, let's let's finish this game off. O'Malley's 2-2. Swung on line foul. And on the third base side. And a nice play made by what looks like to be Ed Sardi, who is guarding the bullpen. Looks like Spencer Hines actually is warming up for the Packers in the bullpen. Hines and Bernard. Just shows how Joey's strategy is saving as many arms as possible turns real crucial in a championship game. 
2-2, fastball outside, count runs full 3-2. and two. And I, I would imagine he may bring in the lefty to face Cermak should, or excuse me, Costello, should uh, Kretschmar reach. But even so, he's not the tying run. My theory is that if the tying run comes up to the plate, then a move will be made. And with a three-run lead, two guys would have to get on base for the Blues. But a 3-2 count. The pitch from O'Malley misses low. Ball four. Packers wanted it. It was Lowe's. Pitch misses below the zone. So a walk to Kretschmar, and that's going to bring in Nick Costello, who has struck out twice. He's 0 for 3. And this is where Joey has faith in his pitchers. He knows Sean O'Malley's a great pitcher, and he's going to try to keep them in there as long as possible before bringing in his other aces. But, man, to illustrate how good of a bullpen we have now, we have so many guys ready and available compared to the Blues who had to resort to their first baseman to pitch. So definitely an advantage for the Packers, especially with a lead. Fastball inside, back pick to first, the tag! Oh, it's just not in time. Count 1-0, almost caught Kretschmar napping on first base, kind of taking his time back. I think Montgomery kind of tagged him in between the legs, or Montgomery rather, had Montgomery kind of tried to get that front leg, maybe they would have got him. But nonetheless, the count 1-0, runner on first, one out. O'Malley sets the pitch. Swung on and missed. Count one and one. That possible tying run is on deck. And Ryan Cermak, O'Malley, can get a ground ball here and get out of this inning. Definitely a lot of tension here at McBean Stadium. O'Malley sets the 1-1. One -one. Misses low. Check swing. Did he go? No, he did not. And the count two and one. And you think of all the moments that have led up to this particular moment, all those hard days, all the practice days, all the training days, all those regular season games are led to this. Two teams battling it for that championship, hoping for a trophy. 2-1, 2-1, fastball just missed. Packers want to know where that is. The count 3-1. Chirping from the Packers dugout. Count three and one. He sets the pitch. Ass ball up and away. Ball four. Back-to-back -back walks issued by O'Malley. That'll bring out Joey Gums. And he's looking toward the bullpen. Hasn't made the move just yet. I would expect a move to be made. Torn Montgomery walked over to Gums. He's saying... Delivering some sort of message. Obviously, we can't tell what it is. He's got his glove in front of his mouth, and oh, we're 200 feet away. And this seems like a moment where you would bring in your best guy available. Shut down this inning. Don't let them score any of this inning. And uh, we would believe that's Noah Renard, but we will see what happens here. Is maybe Joey Gomes is just talking some confidence into his pitcher and you know letting his infield know, hey, we got this. You guys just need to settle down play your game and let the ball come to you and let's make some outs. Well, O'Malley's going to stay in there and the Packer dugout's giving him some encouragement with runners on first and second and one out here in the bottom of the eighth. Possible tying run and Ryan Cermak's going to come to the plate who is one for three, singled and scored in his last at-bat 
in the sixth. Another tense situation. Blues have had runners on base all night. Another chance here. Pitch. There's a strike. Fastball, the count 0-1-1. Man, talk about a dangerous hitter here, Cermak. He's got power, he's got speed, he's got contact. This is a dangerous out here, but if we can get it, it will be huge for the pack. Swung on, chopped, through. Actually stopped by McMillan. He saved a run. Diving attempt by Runyon. It got past him. McMillan kept it in the infield. So it's an infield single for Ryan Cermak. The bases are loaded for Ruben Mercado, who has two hits in this game. That's kind of the guy you don't want walking up to the plate. He was the one who tied up the game back in the seventh so this is going to be a crucial at bat here and with Joey Gomes leaving his pitcher and it's showing a lot of faith in Shane O'Malley because man this is a crucial moment in this ball game and how big are those two insurance runs right off the bat of Blake Burke huge Mercado stands in and had an RBI double in the sixth First pitch swing as Mercado fouls it right side out of play. The count 0-1. So there is only one out in this inning. So a sack fly would score the runner, but I think the Prune Packers would be fine with that. Right now, we're all hunting outs. That's what we need here. O'Malley comes set. Now the pitch. Swung on and missed. Chased out of the zone, did Mercado. The count 0 and 2. Oh and 2 on Mercado. Bases are loaded. The pitch. Swung on and missed. Strike three. Big strikeout. For Shane O'Malley, two are gone. Uh, but that brings up the Blues' most dangerous hitter in Mason Grotto. And man, Joey Gomes' decision to keep Shane O'Malley in there has proven effective so far. Getting that strikeout on a big guy, Mercado. So if he can just get this last out here, we're looking pretty good heading into the ninth. It's the Blues' best hitter. Tying run on first. First pitch, slider, strike. And the count 0-1. Grotto, one hit in three at-bats officially. He walked and scored in the first. He doubled and scored in the fifth. No balls and a strike. The pitch. Swung on line into center field. That's going to get down for a base hit. One run will score. And two runs will score. The throw goes to third. It's not a time. Throw back to second. The throw to time. In time to get the runner at second. Grotto trying to stretch it into a second base, but he is thrown out to end the inning. So the Blues bring it to within one, but they run themselves out of the bottom of the eighth. And we're going to head to the ninth with the Packers up 8-7 to seven in the CCL Championship game. What a ball game we have here in Lincoln. We'll be right back after this 
on the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. And boy, has this been a good one. Packers lead at 8-7, and Blues have a pitcher on the mound that has never pitched before. As the pitch is upstairs, ball one to Blake McDonald. I shouldn't say he's never pitched. He hasn't pitched this season for the Blues. It's Ryan Cermak, the center fielder. Man, and just when we thought Cermak couldn't do it all, he can do it all. He's even pitching now. And Man, interesting call by the Blues. And it shows that whole uh, playoff strategy we're talking about with how do you use your pitchers coming into these games? Do you use them to get into the championship game? Do you use it to win the championship game? And it seems like the battle of the two strategies is favoring the Packers tonight as they have way more arms. But Blake McDonald pops that one up into the right over by the bullpen down their baseline, and it is caught by the first baseman. So the first out is retired by the Prune Packers, so Blake McDonald will get out there. But, man, talking about that pitching strategy, Joey Gomes knows he has at least three or four good arms left in his bullpen, as well as his tired pitchers. But, man, it's looking like the Blues are having to get anyone who's willing to pitch here. But so far it's worked out for them as they did get the first out of the inning. But coming up now is Cole Elvis, so we'll see what he can do here. First pitch to Elvis, swung on and missed. Count 0 and 1. So I'm going to see if I can catch him on the defensive changes for the Blues. 
Looks like Ryan Fenn is in center field for the Blues as Elvis swings and misses the count 0-2. At first base, looks like it is Noah Ballard who pitched earlier in this game. Austin Shell has moved to behind the plate as Elvis swings and misses strike three. Two are quickly retired in the ninth. And then I'll bring in Ian McMillan, Mr. Prunepacker. And man, just when we thought the Blues were giving up, putting Cermak on the mound, he is pumping, actually. Surprising he's never pitched before because he's giving these Packer hitters some fits. He's got a pretty lively fastball there and definitely a pretty nice off-speed. So, wow, dangerous pitcher here on the mound for the Blues. So Ian McMillan stands in. One for four. Had an RBI single that gave the Packers a lead in the seventh, and he takes fastball strike one. And my guess is we'll see Noah Renard start the ninth. He and Spencer Hines are both warming up in the bullpen. And McMillan swings and misses. Oh, and two. Cermak, a strike away from a 1-2-3 ninth inning. Man, he works quickly, too. He's not a normal pitcher. He finishes his pitch and gets right back on the mound. McMillan trying to slow that pace. Just now gets into the box. Cermak winds the 1-1. One -one, swung on, hit sharply down the third baseline. Foul. And the count still 0-2. And Cermak's motion kind of reminds me of uh, a little Trevor Bauer style with it, with the high leg kick. Of course, who knows what his pitching background is, but hasn't pitched this season for the Blues. The one-two. Fastball missing outside. Cermak thought he had it. The count one and two. Cermak, a junior at Illinois State University. I wouldn't be surprised if sometimes they use him in a relief effort late in games because, man, he's actually pitching pretty well out here. Missing outside is that one. The count even at two and two. Two balls, two strikes, two out. McMillan slowing the pace down. Cermak winds and the pitch swung on, fouled back. And the count remains two and two. I just checked with some slow Blues players who are using a radar gun behind the mound here, but they are saying that Cermak just hit 96 with his pitch. So never having pitched before, 96, that's pretty good. That's impressive for sure. Trying to get McMillan to end the ninth. Swing and a miss. He does get him on the fastball. Cermak, a 1-2-3, top of the ninth inning, and here we go. Heading to the bottom of the ninth. The Prune Packers are three outs away from their first CCL championship in franchise history. We will be right back after this on the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network.
Bottom of the ninth inning, Packers lead it 8-7, three outs away from their first championship in franchise history. And they're going to turn to Spencer Hines, making his 12th appearance, 2-1 with a 4.21 ERA. And here we go. Hines winds and deals the first pitch. Fastball strike, and the count 0-1. Has this crowd livened up here in the ninth? There is so much energy in this stadium. Both teams know that their season's on the line in the next 20 minutes. The pitch in the dirt, the count even at one and one to Ryan Fenn, who came in defensively. Fenn at just 183, no homers, four RBIs. Blues dugout making a lot of noise. The pitch, swung on, chopped to the left side. Runyon waits, fields cleanly, throws the first in time. One out in the bottom of the ninth. That's all we need, folks, is to get one out at a time. Let's go. All we got to do is just focus on getting these outs. Spencer's doing great out there, throwing strikes. And, man, we are close here, Packers fans, to our first championship. Trey Clarkson stands in. Lefty to lefty, Hines and Clarkson. Tall left-hander winds and deals. Swung on and missed on the slider. The count 0-1. No known history of a Prune Packer championship in any league that they've been in. As Hines winds and deals the 0-1. Slider just missed. And the count 1-1. One one. Packers lost in this situation twice, 2017 and 2019. 1-1 one, one line to right field down the line. It's foul. And the count 1-2. Finger, nail, biting time for both teams. Heart rates going at about 1,000 miles an hour on and both man, sides. And, man, with only a one-run one lead here, everyone knows it's anyone's game here, and anything can happen. So a dangerous ninth inning. One-two pitch outside. The count even to two and two. Looks like Noah Austin. is ready and waiting if needed, but man, O'Malley is doing great here. Sorry, Hines. Swing and a miss, strike three. Clarkson down on strikes, and the Prune Packers are one out away. This is what we've been waiting for, Packers fans. It's 100 years in the making. The last few years have been hard for us. Haven't made the championship and won it. We haven't been able to have a great season last year with COVID-19. This is our year, folks. This is the one. We just need one more out, and we are winners. First pitch, fastball strike. Austin Shell, the hitter, 0 for 1. He struck out and is only at bat in the seventh. The 0 1 pitch. Swung on, fouled back, and the Prune Packers are a strike away, and the fans are going to stand and make some noise. Man, the energy right now. Even the Packers fans at home, I need you guys to get up on your feet and cheer us on. Hear those claps. We are so close to winning this ballgame. The 0-2 pitch on the way, swung on and fouled back, and we'll do it again. Hines is just electric, and man, I would not want to be any hitter facing him right now. Right now. 
The 0-2 pitch in the dirt. And the count, one and two. Hines trying to close out a championship for the Prune Packers. It would be their first in franchise history. The one-two pitch on the way. Swung on, foul, then we'll do it again. Nice at bat by Austin Shell. Shell stands in, down the count, one and two. Packer fans on their feet. The one-two pitch. Slider misses low. And the count even at two and two. Man, we are just so close, we can taste it. And it just, man, we just still have to conform to that tight strike zone of that home base umpire. So we'll do this one more time with two and two. Two balls, two strikes, two out. The pitch, swung on a must! It's been a hundred years in the making, and the Healdsburg Prune Packers are California Collegiate League champions. They took the tough road, losing game one to the San Luis Obispo Blues. Fighting back, winning eight to seven over the Conejo Oaks in walk-off fashion. A dominant 12-1 victory over the Arroyo Seco Saints this afternoon. And a thrilling 8-7 victory over the Slow Blues in the championship game. And the Prune Packers, champions of the California Collegiate League. What a great game, folks. What a great game. Years in the making. This is our first championship. Joey Gomes has led us to the end, and we have seen everything, and we are winners here in this finale. What a great game, Packers. What a great game. Healdsburg, this is for you. The 100th anniversary of Healdsburg Prune Packer Baseball and Recreation Park. This championship is coming back to wine country. This is for you. The Prune Packers are going to come home champions of the California Collegiate League. And Lucas, we couldn't have asked for a better game. No, we couldn't have. That was everything you wanted. Defense, offense, pitching. It was the series to watch. And man, I just want to get out there and celebrate with them. But man, what an exciting time for the Hillsburg Prune Packers. I'm thinking we bring our microphones down there and we let the fans listen to the I think we just might have to. Alright, Packer fans, we're gonna take you uh, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna try and bring you the trophy presentation here at McBean Stadium. The Prune Packers are champions of the California Collegiate League and their one hundredth year of baseball. We'll be right back.
Participating, giving it their all. Uh, props to the San Luis Obispo Blues celebrating their 75th anniversary. We couldn't ask for a more spirited contest tonight. Props to their entire organization. And then we have the 2021 CCL. Thank you. CCL champions, Healdsburg Prune Packers, get the trophy. 
And my goodness, what a night it has been in Lincoln. And I have a feeling the party's just getting started for the Hillsborough Prune Packers celebrating their 100th year of existence with a championship. So thank you all for joining us all season long for the Healdsburg Prune Packers. We're going to take one more quick break and close things out right after this on the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. Once again, the final score, Broom Packers 8 and the Blues 7. Broom Packers close an improbable season, winning this California Collegiate League Championship, taking one of the tougher roads possible to the ship, losing their first game to the Slow Blues on Wednesday afternoon, winning in walk-off fashion Thursday, dominating this afternoon against the Royal Seco Saints and winning a thriller here in the championship game, eight to seven over the Slow Blues, who had beat them earlier in the CCL tournament. So Packers win it. They celebrate their 100th year with a championship, their first in franchise history. And the party is just getting started here in Lincoln. I'm sure all of you back in Healdsburg are doing the same. Remember, Healdsburg, this one is for you. Thank you to all who have listened all season long. We've appreciated your support. This has been a heck of a season for the Healdsburg Prune Backers and for the Healdsburg community. Coming out of the coronavirus pandemic, having fans back at Rec Park, having baseball at Rec Park has been a terrific summer. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for supporting not only myself, but the team, listening. And I was so thrilled to bring you Prune Packer baseball throughout the entire season. Once again, the Healdsburg Prune Packers, your 2021 California Collegiate League champions, winners 8-7 over the Slow Blues. Thank you, everybody. Have a good night.